Hello, everybody. Before we get started today on this excellent episode we had, um, it's imperative, as always, that you like and subscribe the podcast. Whether you're on YouTube, the horrendous Spotify, um, Google, or Apple, or anything, um, please make sure to do that. That helps us. Also, make sure to share the fuck out of this video and any other videos you guys might like. Um, that also helps us. And thirdly, the thing that also really, really, really helps us is donations, which is on the Patreon page at the very bottom of the description. So if you guys want to put anything that way, that helps us out. That helps us have better equipment, have a better show, all that good shit. Our guest today, we have been waiting to have this motherfucker for like, like basically since it started. Like, we were talking, like, probably before episode 10 of me. And this motherfucker just, I, he had a lot of stuff go on. He had his, his kid went to the hospital one time and or had an allergy or something like that. And then uh, work, you know, as we talk about in the episode, he did it the proper way. He actually gave me advance. And he was like, yo, I can't make this work. I really want to come back on. And this is what happens when people are patient good things we get good episodes like this um but anyways no this guy he does a lot in the industry um in the des moines industry specifically he makes some fucking slapper beats like dirty nasty beats i fucking like damn he fucking makes some good shit some bangers um so yeah this is a hell of an episode so i guess i'll just shut the fuck up so we can get to it here it is Ladies and gentlemen, long-awaited G7. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> What's crack a my guy? Not a ton. Uh, we, I think this is the third time that we've set something up to, for you to come yeah, on. Yeah, man. It's been like, I remember when you first started doing this, you were like, hey, man, I want you to come on. I'm like, yeah, we'll do this. <laughs> and then here we are, you know, what, six, eight months later. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's been a minute, man. A lot's, a lot's happened since then. Uh, I, I I hope to hear that your daughter's okay. I know she was ha- having some issues the first time, and I think work screwed you over yeah, one of the other times, too. Yeah. yeah I, I was telling Molly before this, like, because we just had got canceled. That's why we had you on. I'm like, you know, like, if you if you cancel, like, Gabe over here, it's fine. If you let me know and you're like, <laughs> I got some shit that actually happened, like, yeah, yeah I'll let man, you back off. That's but, what I'm saying. Communication is key, baby. Yeah. Communication is key. Um, yeah, we're kind of doing this on an off day. It's usually we usually do it two days before the release, but we're doing it one, so I'm gonna have to cram in editing and all that after this. So that'll be I fun. Feel it. <laughs> I know how that goes, dude. For real. you know, I record people, and I mix their stuff, so and they're trying to get it all done within this three hour time span. I get that. <laughs> I get that heavy. Well, let's let's just get into that. Talk about that. Um, you're a pretty prominent uh, producer figure here in Des Moines. Uh, your beats are slappers. Well, thank uh, you. I really enjoy them. They're okay. fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate the prominent because I just be thinking, I'd be listening to it and I'm all like, oh, yes, it's garbage. I'm going to put it out anyways. <laughs> and then people are like, yo, I vibe with this. And I'm all like, all right, so I'll just keep going, bro. Like, <laughs> You're always your own worst critic. That's always hey, the uh, problem with being a producer, I've found. It is, man. You are definitely your own worst enemy when it comes to <laughs> comes to anything creative you do because, you, you know, you just you just want to be the best at it. And then you're just like, this doesn't sound like the best. And I mean, all that matters, man, is you be you. Like a lot of people don't realize like all the people that they listen to have like they have like set their trends 
all the mm. superstars, they have all set their trends. Like, like now that I put myself on the spot, I'm like, who am I going to use an example? Um, I mean, like Travis Scott, for example. Mm. Like, man, the first time I seen Travis Scott, I seen him with Juicy J. He was opening for Juicy J at Valair, and I was tripping my balls off, dude. <laughs> And he just, like, me and my homies are standing back there, and he walks up to us with his bodyguards. He just starts talking to us, yo. And I'm just like, yo, I'm just talking to Travis Scott, like, balls deep in this tab right now. <laughs> and it was, yeah, man. So hopefully, I'm really hoping to see him soon and be all like, yeah, man, I met you one time. He'll be like, oh, yeah. And I'll be like, yeah. Like, all right, this guy's weird. Like, he is Burger King meal? Yeah. Oh, man. I heard it's full of Xanax. Man. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, he's, I was like, man, that is, that's a number one with bacon and let, or that's a number one with lettuce on it. Like, get out of oh, here. The, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck it is. The Travis Scott burger. I don't I eat know. Burger King. I feel it, dude. I try to cut fast food out too, man. I've cut out fast mm. food. I've cut out pork. Slowly. Wow. Yeah, bro. Dude, like that was the hardest thing. Cause I come from a family of just pork eaters. So <laughs> it's been like, it's been hard, bro. Recently I had to cut pepperonis. Like I was making an example and I was like, this is no excuse. So not to derail here, but like what, what like made you decide to do that? I get the fast food makes sense, but like, I guess was it with pork that you don't like about it or is it? Man, I was just, I've always been like, I don't know. I've always been iffy on it, you know, because mm. I come from a religious Christian family. Mm. And so, you know, a lot of it was like the pork and da 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 when you get back to like the older stuff. And then as I got older, I just started feeling crappy and I started seeing all these bad things about pork. So I was like, I mean, let's just cut it out. Let's try it. And I've just, I felt better since then. Hmm. I really have. I really want to cut out red meat too, but my soul is weak. <laughs> my soul is weak. Interesting. Interesting. I am a I'm a big proprietor of meat myself. Uh, I I haven't. It, what what's up with pork? I guess I I I'm just honestly curious. I haven't heard. I don't anything. know, man. Because like if you look in like the Bible and the Quran, it well, like talks I, about no pork, and then <laughs> and then I don't know. They were talking about how like the thing that got me is like they still sell like cancerous sections of like the pork or something like that dude i don't know i gotta oh. i gotta actually do some reading and not doing my little oh, this, <laughs> this headline says this like i'm guilty of that <laughs> hey everyone is man especially in the day of you know social media and the internet uh there are a lot of sources that are not you know whatever but you know i i have heard i have heard things about pork and you know i do understand the religious aspect um that's like an ancient old right. kind of taboo it's super far in self pork um so where'd you get your name g7 where's that kind of come from man i was 19 uh i've never been to an actual professional studio before hmm. and i I link up with my homie. Or I link up with these homies through my other homie that he he hung out with them. And I was like, "Fuck it, man! I'm gonna go with them to the studio session. We're gonna kick it." Like I like I still live with my mom, and I had a job, so I I always had big amounts of weed back then, man. <laughs> and like I went to the studio, we kicked it. Like I smoked everybody out, and like we did some freestyling and shit, and I watched them all record, and then we did that like two or three times. And then finally they got me to write a verse. And so mm. I wrote a verse and I spit it and they were all like, yo, okay. Like, Damn. Yeah. So I was like, all right, bet. And then we were just sitting there smoking. We finally finished the song and he, he's all like, what's your name going to be, bro? And I was like, I have no idea. 
And then, yeah, like, I don't know. Always the toughest question. Yeah, like, I had, like, man, like, the farthest I've ever got was, like, recording on GarageBand on the mm. Mac that my school let us borrow for the school year, dude. Like, but, yeah, no. And then he was just like, man, you be doing some G shit. You always got seven grams of weed on you, so we're just going to call you G7. And I was all like, hey, yo, fuck it, bro. Like, and then I just kind of rolled with it. And then here we are, man. Shit, it's been... Like six years later. Damn. Yeah, so how long have you been doing this then? Man, I really <clears throat> like professionally, like really at this for like two years. Oh, maybe about three now. And then, but I do, I've been rapping since I was like 15, 16. Yeah, it's Damn. been, yeah, man. Well, like, like I was telling you about the MacBook thing, uh, I was with my homie James, shout out James. Uh, he, he was like, he was trying to rap. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, bro. So <clears throat> we break into we break into this old like abandoned cul-de-sac. It's just a whole cul-de-sac full of abandoned houses. And he knows one that has like a really big closet in it. So we break into there and we take our little MacBook that we have that we just do all screw work on. And then we t- we had a rock band microphone and we just hung it <laughs> up on one of the poles <laughs> like that you hold like you hang yeah. clothes on, dude. I tied it up there and then I took a bandana and I like wrapped it around the microphone as a pop filter. I thought I was a genius, bro. I thought I was so smart. That sounds like a Tyler Creator setup. I think that's how he used to do it. He used to hang up like that. Yeah, it was just, it was a good time, man. That place got destroyed, dude. It was all bad. <laughs> that was bad, man. No, nah, man, because like we'd like sneak off, because it, was, it wasn't too far from the school, man. We'd sneak off from the school. We started bringing our other homies to smoke there. Then they started bringing their homies. And then finally just the wrong people got in there and just, uh, yeah. It became like a party place. And like, yeah. And we like, home. yeah, it was just like our secret place, man. Because we were going hard in there for like six months. Mm. Yeah. And then school year ended. We had to get the computers back and adios all of our music. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I'm sorry. Where was this? It was like an abandoned house? It was a, yeah, it was in a, well, there was like, it was like an abandoned duplex. Oh. Now they're like, now they're like, uh, like, uh, uh, like little housing units now. Mm, okay. Yeah. So they re-renovated it, but. Right. Yeah. Shit. I, I, I uh, can't really say I've had any of those experiences myself. Yeah, <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> where'd you grow up? Did you grow up here in Des Moines or what part of Iowa? Yeah, man. I mean, I, so I grew up here in Des Moines. I, I've, I've kind of bounced around from the south side to the east side. Like I went back and forth with living with my mom, living with my grandma, living with my dad, back to my grandma's, to my mom's, back to my gra- It was just a, yeah, dude, it was a very Damn. bouncy childhood, man. And to, the, to this day, that scarred me because I'm always on the go. I want to be on the go. Mm. But, um, Man, what were we talking about? <laughs> my bad, bro. Uh, uh, just like Des Moines. You're, you're, so, oh, yeah, yeah. So you lived here bad. your whole life? or? Yeah, yeah, pretty much most of it because I lived here and then up to about 16. And then I moved to Houston for a while. And, man, Houston changed my life, dude. That's a whole, mm. other, that's a whole other topic we'll get into. <laughs> uh, but And then I moved back here like, man, I don't know, like two years later? And then, yeah, and then I've been here ever since. Yeah, a lot of people would be all like, wait, that motherfucker's really not from Houston? I was like, <laughs> like, nah, man, I was born here. I know I told a lot of people I'm from Houston. I mean, I call myself from Houston, bro, because that's where, like, the birth of me, I feel like the birth of, like, who I really was came out uh, living down there and the experiences I had down there, bro. Like, 
I see. Yeah. I, I guess I, I'm from like the Dallas, well, not from. I lived in the Dallas area um, for a you? little bit of my life. So how far away is that? It's like, well, like an hour and a half or something like that. Oh, from Dallas to Houston? Yeah. No, nah, man, that's like, I want to say, what was it? It was from here to Houston's a 19-hour drive, and then half of it is driving through Texas. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. You want to look that up, Molly? How, I'm very the, curious what the differences? Now. I think it's like six, four or six hours. No, nah, because... It's it's a it's a lengthy. Yeah, lengthy I know drive. it's a mission. Oh yeah. Texas is uh yeah, that was an interesting state. Um, dude, it's everything's so different there, dude. It's its really own is. world out there. <laughs> like it really is. Would you live there? Like would you ever like you know how everybody's kinda of moving to the Texas area? Would you do that? Actually, yeah, man. I would definitely I would definitely move back to okay. Texas. I probably live more somewhere in like Humboldt, just kinda of like outside of houston like i think it's like an hour hour and a half outside of houston okay yeah just i don't know i don't know man i just got a lot going on and if i'm in the city all the time it's just <laughs> man dallas I, is horrible at driving i remember that much man that's <clears throat> what i'm saying that's what like that's what i tell people they're all like where'd you know how to drive like that i was like you drive in big cities like, <laughs> you gotta yeah. like in big cities you gotta bully your way through the streets or you ain't For going real. nowhere <laughs> yeah no yeah way. you can get stuck forever yeah that's what i'm saying if you can't fight don't drive <laughs> <laughs> you can't fight don't drive molly's giving me a look here we were in kansas city like a month ago and oh my god i love you molly but you were not good at turning when it when there's oncoming traffic though the way and i was like <laughs> i was like yelling at her i was like go you have like 20 seconds go, go. Yes. <laughs> that's the thing when you're in the city like you just like you like just learn to fucking go like that right it's like i can make that like <laughs> and if i'm not gonna make that those motherfuckers better slow down so yeah. i can make that. that's always like kind of the there's like an 80 percent chance that they'll slow down mm-hmm. you, you know, know spe- i see i see especially if it's like if it's like a nice ass mercedes or something coming i'm all like oh yeah his ass about to stop like <laughs> like like let me go because <laughs> out there yeah man i remember trying to get out of fiesta one time mm-hmm my mom was driving at the time, dude. I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like 15 when this happened, and I just remember her just, she just skirt and just out into the street, and I was all like, that, that was not fun. But now I do that shit, so I understand where she comes from. Like, <laughs> it comes from something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I get it. I get it now. I understand. <laughs> so, like, how did Houston, like you said, like kind of changed your life? Like, how did that happen? Man, so I was, I've always been like up here, you know, you know, the way of life, like up here, how people live up here, man. It's very slow pace and Mm, yeah, like it's very like everything is very thought out around here. Like there's a lot of, you know, people really think shit throughout here and down in Texas or down in Houston, I guess. That's where I've spent most of my time when I was out there is like, it's just, time just moves different, man. Hmm. Like time for me, it does. Like when I was down in Texas, it, it didn't feel like I was in Texas for that long. And then I come back up here, and I'm like, man, I feel like I've been here for like 45 years already. <laughs> like when you get a taste of the fast life, dude, and you come back to the slow lane, you're like, man, this is just this is slow. But I mean, everything's starting to pick up, man. Mm. We've been getting some good acts come through here, and like I've been really impressed. I'm really impressed lately with the scene. I'm like, I'm proud of it. 
Hell yeah, same. Um, it's kind of weird, like despite Corona happening this year, everything in twenty twenty, I feel like Iowa's been doing a lot in the scene. I mean, and just you know, the years prior, like it's way more than it probably was a decade ago. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I mean, and that's where when everybody complains about, oh, it's oversaturated. This is oversaturated. Well, there's like people people don't realize there's there's plus sides to that, you know, because mm-hmm. every like because now everyone's just like working. A lot of people are working together. A lot of people are linking up. A lot of people are collaborating on just like a bunch of stuff. It's not even music related, but you know they meet through music. Yeah, dog hair. (laughs) This is not good. But and it just, I don't know, man. I think I'd be thinking shit through way too much. <laughs> like people, me too, man. Yeah, man. Because people, you me know how too. people say, like, sometimes you just gotta sit, you gotta stand back and look at the situation. And I've like, I think I've taken that a little too far sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Where you take the the Buddha mantra just way too far, and you're like mm-hmm. levitating and like not even yeah. touching anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it'll be fine. And then a lot of the times it does not come out fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> you smoke cigars, right? Yeah, man, awesome. it's been a while. You like you said something about this, and I was like, all right. <laughs> uh, so I'm doing sober October this year. Yeah. So and I haven't decided if I'm just gonna start tomorrow or if I'm gonna um, hold out till Wednesday. But I'm gonna go a month without any weed or any alcohol, so or any other kind of substances. So no, cigars man. is gonna be how I'm gonna go probably for a good couple weekends. I feel it, dude. Like, that's what I'm saying. I always told myself, like, I mean, man, I've been shit. Every time I quit, like, this recent time, man, I just told myself, like, I'm going to, like, it's going to happen again. And then, but we just, we can have a, we can have a thing. It's, we can just chill for a couple months. We can get our head clear once again and mm. call it a day. Because right now, mm-mm. Yeah, that's a really important thing to do in this day and age. Be able to step back. My mic is falling apart. It happens, bro. I know how that shit goes. <sighs> Good old cigar. Be like Elon Musk right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I got my mic. Yep. Um, what's like? What's some of your inspiration for that goes into like your producing and your music and all that? Man, honestly, like, I don't know. A lot of it was like I listened to a lot of like Lex Luger beats when I was a kid. It was like Lex Luger, Southside, Eight Hundred Eight Mafia, mm. all of them, you know. And then uh, my homie started making beats, and I was all like, I watched him do it, and I was like, Oh, this shit's doable. Like we can do this. Like I do. I didn't realize that you could just take a. You could take your. I could take my mom's laptop. <laughs> fucking my homie can come over and crack crack FL and then shit, <laughs> yeah. dude. I'm on my way. You know, I type in freedrumkits.net and then I got like forty drum kits on this computer. Yeah, right. And it happens. <laughs> that's the crazy thing with like the internet. How that's changed the game of music. It has. It's really. It's really brought out the independent 
the independent artists and it's really helped the independent artists man because like you look at a lot of these 360 deals man because you know 360 deals they're taking money off of your streams your shows your merchandise like everything that you do man because you think about it man it's really just a cash advance they give you a cash advance and you gotta you gotta make that shit back yeah and i'm just i'm not i'm not down with that yeah too that broke does, for that uh sounds like a really stressful uh situation where you're selling drugs or something (laughs) you better sell all this and pay me this money or you're fucked (laughs) you know and they don't make that shit easy because they're all like all right you got to come use our studio yeah it's gonna be eight hundred dollars a session and you're all like right yeah like fuck this better be good yeah Yeah. that's like yeah it's a very stressful competitive i feel like there has to be if you want to play at that level that you have to have a certain level of ego where you're just like convinced that you're the best Man, no, I feel that. A lot of people think that. A lot of people take that shit too far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, Especially in hip-hop. Jesus Christ. But, no, nah, man. No, I've always felt like you just have a, you don't have to have a certain level of ego, but you got to have a big level of understanding. and You got to learn how to read situations and really, like, read the room. Mm. Like, you know, because a lot of people don't realize, you know, everyone wants to get into like studios and damn it, <laughs> do a bunch and just do a bunch of shit. And like we were talking about earlier, man, they just get in there and they don't they don't want to be themselves. And that's why I'm just like and they're just they just want to do it and they're not caring about anything on the side. And that should really fuck you in the end, man. Like me, dude, like a lot of people, man, like they have a shitload of skeletons in their closet. And I like that shit scares me, bro, because like that's why i don't have that shit because i'm not trying to make it big then have somebody who's just Mm. just like really does not really fuck with me being all like yeah look at this motherfucker yeah man it's being like that and i'm like i can't i can't have that so that's why i try to have no skeletons in my closet bro hmm that's really that's an interesting way to look at it i guess i don't know i guess uh i wouldn't be too bothered by like other people watching my or listening to my stuff how they feel but is, so is that like a big is that is that is that what you're saying maybe am i just full of shit like is that that's kind of a big part of what you do you want to be able to like talking about ego you have like a perception you want to have and you want to make sure yeah. that that's good oh yeah yeah okay yeah yeah that's what i'm saying yeah you just want to have like and you know a lot of people you know and it's just be genuine about it like you know because i'm a i'm a firm believer in like energy and mm. you know what you give out is what you get back mm. and it's like you know it's just like and people think that's like you got to go out here and like save a box of kittens out of a tree or some shit you know and it's like all you really got to do is just like hold the door open for somebody behind you you know yeah. tell t- tell the tell the mcdonald's person to thank you even though they fucked up your order like <laughs> it's not that serious you can't be mad at them like <laughs> yeah. doing that shit for so uh uh, shout out to McDonald's though. Save me. <laughs> Save me from a lot of a lot of a lot of nights. Yeah. Their beef's better. <laughs> man, it's, I, it's not just, uh fake or whatever, I don't think. Man, I dude, I've never been able to eat fast food hamburgers, bro. Really? Yeah. I love that shit. I can't get enough of it. I've never could. I think it's the I think it's the like the texture, bro. Mm. 
like i'm a very like like i said dude i'm like i got these i always i have all these weird little kinks and a lot of it's like texture dude like there's a lot of things i won't eat and i think they taste delicious but the way it like fills in my mouth i'm like i can't i can't mm. do it like crab's one of them dude like i love crab but i i hate the i hate the taste or like i hate the feel of it dude like i just oh. so so do you just not eat those things or do you like have a different way where you substitute that flavor or whatever Nah, man, what, I, what a lot of the times I'll have to do is, like, if I really like something, like eggs, man, I, I can't eat those alone. But I if I put it, if I pair it with something, mm. like, I throw, like, I throw the eggs in the rice or I make, like, an egg croissant with some, like, turkey on it. Mm. Then I can eat it, but I just can't. <laughs> That's like, it's like that with a lot of stuff, dude. I just can't eat it straight. So I got to mm. mix it. I feel that. I feel that. Um. Yeah, I can't do eggs alone either. I, I feel like I feel like with eggs you have to have a you have to have like some carbs and some meat. To yeah, there's got to be. Yeah, there's got to be some. There's something there. Like, so are you shooting for like a no meat diet? Is that like is like when you say like you don't you're not eating pork? That's I I understand. That's is that probably more for religious reasons? The pork no, no. That's or, just because I just wanted to I just wanted to figure out how to try to like start feeling better you know what ah, i mean I see what you're saying. yeah so i was like all right let me cut pork out because i got a couple of homies that did it and they were like man i feel so i feel so much better da, 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 da. i was like fuck i mean you don't know if they're bullshitting or if they really mean mm. it so my ass was like bet diet has a huge uh that is a huge factor in your mental health and happiness like people don't realize that when like when you're eating carbs all the fucking time like nine times out of ten you're depressed mm-hmm. because you're i mean because sugar is like energy so it's like it's like taking it's like taking too much serotonin and almost mm-hmm. like you have like a tolerance that's so you know i don't know maybe i'm full of shit but you can kind of you can kind of yeah, correlate right. like sugar intake with like someone being depressed yeah like, yeah no man i totally i totally feel that like yeah that's what i'm saying you got people that like eat fast food every day i mean i ain't gonna sit here and talk shit i do that shit <laughs> Like, everybody's been there that's the yeah, problem like, it's so easily accessible yeah that's you know? what i'm saying especially you got like two dollars and you're all like man am i either gonna go get these two mcchickens or am i gonna get like a box of noodles and some sauce i'm gonna go get some mcchickens <laughs> like <laughs> every time every time man it's so easy if you got that little bit extra money in the bank to like fuck i'm just i don't want to cook man i'm just gonna go get you know, whatever. Oh, dude, I'm so guilty of that, bro. <laughs> I'll come home. I'm like, I'm about to, I'm about to cook this big ass feast, and then I'll be all like, I'll take a shower and shit, bro, and I'll be all like, Yo, oh, baby, what you want for pizza? <laughs> like, like <laughs> every time, every time. So I just don't make her those promises anymore. She'll be like, Are you making dinner tonight? I'll be all like, Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Good middle ground. It's a good thing to do in a relationship. Uh, not to lie, just to give half truths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm like I'm a, I'm as unsure as you are at this point. Like if I said yes or no, I'd be lying to you. Like, <laughs> like I'm just as lost as you. Um. Uh, so like, I've heard this before. You talk. You have this like whole thing with the ski mask. Oh, that's like man. a big part of your uh, mantra. Yeah, <clears throat> is it true you have a photo like a family photo of you guys all in ski masks that's yet to come it's yet to come okay but trust me y'all gonna see it <laughs> i've increased my budget i have budgeted out grills <laughs> and a couple chains <laughs> it's gonna be a good time 
It's just going to be legendary. Awesome. Dude, that's what I'm saying. This this is going to be legendary. Well, because I got this, I have this big ass space in my wall at home, and I'm like, that's where the fuck it's going. It's mm. going right there. <laughs> I'm trying to get the little ceiling lights that like that like shine <laughs> on the pictures and shit. That's just going to be, it's going to be a golden like, frame and all that. Yeah, man. It's like, just, a, I can only imagine going to be like 2020, My great, great, great grandkids are like, like, man, look at this photo. He said, our great, 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 great grandpa was the shit. It's just this, this two century old picture of me and my family in a ski mask. I have all my children in ski masks. This is amazing. They're all down for it too. Oh, that's fucking awesome. So like what's the what's the significance in that like for you in, man, in terms of your a lot history? of it a lot of it's just like I don't know, man. I've always been like like pre-Texas man, like I was super quiet. Mm-hmm. I was the I was the kid that like I didn't necessarily get made fun of, but I was just kind of like a ghost. I was like a shadow in the background i was just kind of like a background character in everybody's lives you know mm. and shit dude i was a kid i was angry man just from the shit i was going through at the time and i was always getting into fights and shit all the time and it just fucking it was it was bad damn dude what was the question again I'm like so the masks oh the masks. <laughs> yeah man so like no like and then i got into high school and i started opening up and then i started smoking weed and that shit and i was one of the only kids with a job in high school that Mm. yeah so it was i was always smoking with my friends and i don't know a lot of it's just to keep that what am i trying to say just keep that like keep it focused on the artistry you know because everybody out everybody else out here is wearing balenciagas they got a fucking christian dior shirt on and shit Mm. you see me man i'm standing on top of a fucking honda crv in my beat up ass vans (laughs) and some sweatpants a sweatshirt and a ski mask like like that's just my life, bro. Like yeah, I, there's nothing yeah. there's nothing more to it. Like <laughs> I I completely 110% feel that. Like not bowing down to like a certain way to look or like Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Celebrity status kind of shit. That's what I'm saying. And I and like and I'm I'm upset cuz I started doing it around the time that uh like like ski masks and the culture started becoming like a big thing and cuz you know you had the jock boy like the jock boys just dropped their fucking tape and you know their their cover is them in these old ass japanese cars fucking wearing ski masks and shit you know so i was like damn and then i was on twitter and Mur- uh, murder beats changed his picture to him in a white ski mask and like his rolls royce and i was all like bro damn it like <laughs> damn it i was just man i always feel like i don't know dude that's why i always feel like i need to get out of here i always feel like i'm i've mm. been like a ahead of the curve but I've never had a voice in the curve. Mm, you know what, what I saying. mean? Yeah, I've never like I've just gone with the curve. I've never been one to set the curve a direction. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, and that's what that's what my big thing is now is like you hear especially with like producing and rap, like everybody everybody has this you can look up all these tight beats and they're all gonna have a similar BPM, they're all gonna have a similar melody and key and all that shit, you know, similar drum pattern and shit, you know, like a lot of them. And I mean, that's, I'm not knocking any other producer, you know, you're just, that's just going with the flow. And if you like that shit, make that shit, bro. Yeah. I'm stopping you from doing that. Makes money then. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. But me, I'm just taking like, 
I'm just taking the shit I like, and I'm just trying to mash that shit up, dude. Like, I love listening to lo-fi, bro. Like, I will listen to lo-fi, like, Hell yeah. all day at work, bro. I'll go on Spotify. I'll, I'll get the lush lo-fi playlist, and I'll press play, and I will listen to that bitch all day. <laughs> like, that should keep me calm as hell, though, man. Yeah, it's very... Um... It's very calming music. Like I, I definitely fall asleep or work work with a or work to that work to lo-fi. Yeah, it's good fucking shit, man. Um, yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying though. With like in terms of like the the problem with like originality, I feel like in this day and age, especially, it's so fucking hard to like be original. Yeah. When you have like everybody on the internet on this singular entity, like all competing billions of people on the planet competing competing to be original <clears throat> it seems really uh you know difficult to like set a trend yeah honestly man i see a lot of it as it's n- the hardest part about setting the trend is getting past all the bullshit mm-hmm. you feel me because like you're up here you got motherfuckers like look at young thug he set a huge fucking trend like you know all that shit and it's like if you can rise above the bullshit, you will you will set the trend because a lot of it is just determination and how much people really fucking want this shit. Like, mm. like if you really want this shit and you do not like and you are not gonna give up, some motherfucker with fucking you know he's cut up skinny jeans, bright green hair. Like, I mean, I'm not knocking that style, but like a lot of that time, that was that's what people were telling me like. No, man, you got to be like this. You got to do it like that. And don't get me wrong. You got a lot of old heads like that, too, that are like, no, man, you guys need to spit bars and da 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 da. Like, I used to be that type of guy, man. But I don't, you know, I don't know. I just now, dude, it's just like, just make music. Hmm. Like, that's that's all it is. So, and I just feel like if you really want to, if you really want to make that statement, you really want to make that impact, you will. Like, if you work hard for that shit, you are going to. There's there's just no way you can't. Yeah. Like it's like the the theo- the theology I always like to kind of play off is like you can never get worse like the more you do something. Like you can't like work hard something and then like get worse. It, it, it's just you have to like deliberately try to get worse almost. Yeah. Like even naturally, even if you're not even like thinking about trying to get better, your body and your mind and all that will just naturally sync up and develop and get better. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what uh, I'm very. I'm a very big person in like, uh, like, what was it like neural pathways? Because hmm. you know, because the way like the waves in our brain, like it's like a it's like a trail in the dirt. You know, you have a horse and he runs that trail every day. You know, what's going to happen to the trail? It's going to fucking indent. And then you're always going to see that trail. Our brains are like the same fucking way, dude. Mm. But if we force our brains to curve off from that trail, like we can, we can fix shit, you know? That's true. Like our brains are one of the, like the most powerful things on the planet. Like, like the human mind has brought so many things and just look at it like 200 years, dude. And if we learn how to like harness that and like really bring that shit out, man, there's who knows what the fuck we can do, bro. It's true. Like, <laughs> it's like that fucking what's that movie? Uh, Lucy, <laughs> where it's like you, what you only use uh, how much br- your brain like 30 percent, and then like I don't know. There's all the YouTube. Oh yeah, and that bitch hits like a hundred. Yeah. she just turns into energy. <laughs> I was like, I was like, bro, what? That shit had me tripping. She was like a hundred. She just 
I was like, she just became one. God, imagine if you could do that shit. Right? VR is kind of like a, I feel like in a way, VR is kind of like a bridge into that. Because like, you know, creating your own reality, you know, people do that in real life. I mean, you you can literally do that in a computer. I mean, just imagine like what you can convince yourself you're capable of doing in that Dude. kind of. Realm. VR scares the shit out of me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> like me VR too. scares the fuck out of me, bro. <laughs> well, bro, like I used to be like, bro, I used to play Fallout like so heavy, and in mm. Fall, Fallout Three, yes. there was Fallout Three, there was a store, there was a story mission where you get in and you're like in the fucking virtual thing, and you're yes! just like in this fucked up reality or like in this simulation, and like your dad's the dog and shit, and you got like. That shit, that shit tripped me out ever since then. And dude, I was like, I was like 13 when that game came out. And I was like, yo, I ain't, I ain't fucking with that shit. <laughs> they trying to, they trying to put me in that. They trying to put me in that shit, man. And then shit, what else did they have? And they had, then they let out uh, uh, Ready Player 21 or whatever. Ready Player One. Oh where, yeah. yeah where every like ev they just live in these fucking gigantic shanties, but everyone's just living it in this virtual reality world and I'm like, man, I couldn't do that. And then it's like and then you got the Matrix and shit, yeah. bro. And I'm like, that shit scares the fuck out of me. That yeah. Uh have you ever seen Mr. Robot? No, that shit. It's like all oh, that is like my <laughs> obsession right now. Yeah. Like I I have to take breaks in between watching because it's such an anxiety inducing show. It's like all the shit with like Edward. Like I was just watching a episode the other day where they were talking about Edward Snowden. Oh, like all shit. that shit because yeah. you know they just passed. Uh, they just made it officially illegal for the government to do that. I believe isn't that right? You want to look that up, Sorry. Edward Snowden. Yeah, he that guy was ballsy, dude. Yeah, because he was real. like, dude, because yeah, because you talking about that was the guy that was calling into Joe Rogan and was like, mm, yep. yeah, man, da, 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 da. I was like, that guy's wild. He like, is fucking wild. No shits given. Well, I mean, like, dude, if you make a big enough splash and like motherfuckers are really looking at you, they're gonna be all like, all right, we can't take him out because motherfuckers gonna be pissed off. He <laughs> truly, he he is almost a hero in my mind. He truly yes. exposed that fucking shit. That's what I'm saying, man. And it just and it just goes to show like that shit, bro, like if like that's not the only fuck shit that goes on, you know, like what really happens? <laughs> you know, like what? look up like like recent trial. I don't remember exactly what the trial was, but like they just basically what he got in trouble for not what he got in trouble for, like cause the government had the right under the Patriot Act to look into people's calls and all their data and information and then they just passed this thing if I, if i am not mistaken they passed this thing where that is now illegal the government can't do that anymore but i know apple was really big on that too i remember reading about a big case where like the government was trying to get into this person's like apple mm. info and stuff and apple apple was like nah <laughs> yeah. they you know you can say what you want about apple but they are probably the best when it comes to privacy yeah man that's what i do that's what i'm saying dude i had somebody hack my google account or my uh my apple account one time dude oh, and it's damn. dude as soon as i emailed them dude i like closed out of gmail and they called me bro like <laughs> like I, I have never damn. had service that fast bro dude it was wild dude because it was like oh it was some dude like it was some dude in the middle east because he took like screenshots on my phone oh. or yeah or like he took yeah he, he like he took because he must have had an iphone because he took screenshots and you know if like if your phone's logged into like two different phones like it'll share the photos through the cloud oh. 
Yeah, and I was looking, and it was all like it had like a it had the airplane ticket shit pulled up, like the the he had like my PayPal and shit pulled up, and then he had like the destination to Des Moines, and I was all like, all right. And then I was like, oh, jokes on you, motherfucker! I'm broke as shit. <laughs> like you ain't buying no plane ticket now. <laughs> I know he's mad as hell. <laughs> he probably opened my PayPal and he's seen, oh, 37 cents. Damn. <laughs> that, that's the thing these days. The target's growing smaller for those people. Right, they, dude. You try to steal most people's shit. They're just like, I got nothing, man. Like, yeah, like, go, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, yo, you have my you have my credit line? I, yeah. I fucked that up a while ago, bro. Here you go. <laughs> I hope you get further than I ever can. Yeah, <laughs> like, here you go, man. If you can help me build that bitch back up. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, fuck. You just put some shit I'll give you a cut, man. Uh, are the anything? Uh, Trump was talking about pardoning. Yeah, well, that, I guess that's what I was talking about recently because they did that whole. Yeah, because he's living in Russia. He's hiding from the government. He's basically in exile. Damn, you can't find anything about the recent ruling. You know, they're trying to keep that shit. They are! That's why I always hush. fucking tell her! <laughs> trying to keep that on a hush. You know, it is really scary, though, uh, how much... Like, I was, talk- I think I was talking about this with someone else on, po- on the podcast, but, like, how much information comes through Google? How much information circulates through That's Google? what I'm saying. They were talking about, like, oh, TikTok, and it goes to the CCP, you know? It was all like, yo, do you know how much everyone else has on us? Like... <laughs> like dude like like what and it's just crazy and it it is wild because people are all like they're mad at other shit i'm like yo you're not pissed off about this (laughs) like yo it's like they're literally selling your data your personal data to other people into other companies and it's like why are you letting them do that i mean like it makes so much sense why like facebook and shit just made so much like they just make so much fucking money they generate so much well, I mean, the reason is, like, it tapped into convenience. I mean, that's yeah. the whole reason everybody's okay with all this automation and, like, you know, things just... What was it? There was this bitch yesterday on Facebook who was posting, like, there's this really neat thing where Facebook uh, uh, gives, like, suggested comments. I'm like, that is scary as yeah, shit. Are you like, fucking, like no. they're trying to take... Now they're trying to just take out what you say completely. They're just giving you, like, a fallout type, like... Here's four choices. You you can... Right here, you got. <laughs> this is all you can do. That shit scares the fuck He's out like, of me. Keep it short. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, man. I'm not fucking with the new shit they got going on now. Mm-mm. No, but um, yeah. Fuck VR. Yeah, yeah. Sure. At the end, of, at the end of that, <laughs> fuck VR. Fuck VR. That Half Life game looks really good. That's probably the only. That shit doesn't. That's only the, fuck. Probably the only <laughs> VR game I would play. I know. I'm talking shit. I'll probably end up buying an Oculus or something. <laughs> now that we're just talking about it, I'm all like, you know what? I'm going I'm, I'm to give it a try. And then everyone be like, where the, where the fuck Seven been? And it's just, <laughs> I'm just fucking 30 pounds heavier just in my in my wife beater and boxers, just my VR headset on. I'm no longer G7. Yeah. I'm Entity 1300. <laughs> 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 oh, so you are a big proprietor of FL Studio. Um, yes, dude, I love FL. What's like your? I don't know. I don't know if it's even really an argument, but like you know, different producers have different uh, flows. I used FL Studio in one of my mixtapes actually, but I have always just found Ableton to be better. So I guess like what 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 is it with you? Or not with you, but like what do you think is you know 
what makes FL what it is for you? Well, I just do, I, you know, man, I've been on FL since FL like 10. Mm. Yeah, and I uh, now? 20. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> dude, I like, dude, I'd be on, tw- I'd be on 20 and I'd be like learning new shit and I'd be all like, oh, I can do that now? Like, and it's just, it's dope, dude. Like how, just like the workflow in it is just amazing. Like, I don't know. I can't really, I don't really have a big enough argument, I feel like, mm. just because I haven't really used Ableton like that. Like I've seen my buddies use it and like, I know how to move my way around it, but I haven't like gone in depth and like looked up tutorials on how to you know mm. do shit like i have with f you know fl i got like 10 like i wouldn't say 10 years experience i got well, i got a solid two right now and but man yeah that's a the beat making story is actually pretty crazy too but we'll get into that one over well no well <laughs> no, let's get no, to no, now okay, what, 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 okay yeah how, how'd you get into beat making man uh i was living with my homie uh uh Monty, shout out Dicks the Beat, Lonnie, shout out Blackbird, and my homie Danny, my little homie Danny. Oh, I love my little homie Danny. Uh I don't know what he goes by now, but shout out my homie Danny. Um we were all we were all living in this house. Well actually let me go a little bit further back. Uh remember how when I was telling you about how like I went to the studio and all that? Well, I actually ended up being roommates with the guy that had the studio. Mm, okay. Yeah, shout out Sean, shout out Fuzzy. Uh he he wants to kick my ass. We'll get into that later, but I'm gonna give him his respects. Um, uh, but we lived together, and that's when I first got like really into recording music. But then me and him had a falling out. I was I was young. I did I said I did some stupid shit, and nah, I mean he has all rights to be mad. I don't I don't I don't fucking blame him for him being mad if he still is. But and then I moved into the house with my homies, and I had this recording equipment and we were just like all right let's just start let's just start rapping and then we didn't have internet so we were all like oh fuck <laughs> like, no you know, beats. like yeah there's there's no beats dude and my homie danny fucking computer genius dude he you know he of course he gets fl Mm. And then my homie Blackbird, he already knew how to make beats. He went by Drogot at the time. Drogot on the beat and his that shit. I still think that was a fire ass tag. But uh he was making beats and my homie Digs the Beat started making beats. And you know, Danny was making beats too, and I was like I was just kinda chilling, you know. I wasn't doing anything, like I was barely writing music, like everybody else was recording and shit, and I was like, dog, what am I doing? And it sucked, dude, because I had a I had a slot at five one five alive that year. Oh wow! Yeah, it was no the way. it was the first year. It was the first year that we like had that. Shout out my man, fucking Dan Green. Uh, yeah, dude. Well, cause like, so I worked at Exile. I worked at a brewery. Oh, you worked at Exile? Yeah, I worked at Exile. Dude. Oh, that no was way. my spot. I know. I'm, I'm I'm mad that I left with the with a bad with a bad <laughs> rep there. It was a cool ass place to work, man. But uh, nah, he's, he was a server, and I was I was a uh, like a food runner. Okay. And so I'd stand there at the window and like, I just sit there and talk with the servers and shit. And he was a server there at the time on like the day shift. And he was just like, it was the first year he was bringing like rap really to five mm. five. I want to say it was, yeah, I want to say it was the first year. Cause like, I just remember me and him talking about like, he was like, Oh, who are the rap artists around here? You know, what would be a big rap artist that brings, you know, brings a big crowd. And I remember talking to him about that. And, but 
anyways to go back so i had you know he offered me a slot on there of course and at this time i had no music man i just started recording and shit i i bit off way i bit off way too much than i could chew he was like you got he's like you got a 15 minute set i was like i have a zero minute set bro (laughs) i didn't tell him that though i was trying to make it seem all cool like i was extra professional rapper and i got this and shit but so we started doing this and then Everyone's making beats. Everyone's making hard ass music. You know, everyone's getting like props and shit. And I'm all like, damn, bro. Like my bros are really doing this. Like I really need to fucking do this. <laughs> and then we find we find this random ass laptop. My homie Danny's like, oh, what was a badass laptop? I'm about to use this one. And I was like, hey, bro, let me get that old one then. And he was all <laughs> like, all right, bro, here. And if I, I don't think it went down like that, but for for the sake, of, <laughs> like, I don't think it went down that smooth. <laughs> but. For the sake of time, we yeah. were, uh, we were, I started making beats on there and, uh, I have like a lot of big nineties East coast influence, dude. Like I, I grew up listening to like Wu-Tang Clan, Biggie Smalls, mm. Tribe Fuck Called yes. Quest, bro, Mob Deep. Like, yes. man, like I still look up to Havoc, bro. Like Havoc's a bomb ass producer, bro. For real. And, uh, mm. Like I just like I was just trying to make beats that sounded like boom bap. Like mm. I didn't know it was boom bap at the time. I was like, I just want to make old school sounding beats, bro. And then I was like, now I want to make old school sounding beats with fat ass eight oh eights behind them. Mm, <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah. like the Connie type shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then I was like, all right. And I started doing that, bro. And then I actually moved out. I moved down to Kansas City mm, to yeah okay. to work with uh, this little label down there. And uh, I lived in Kansas City for a while, and we just fuck, man. We just made music and shit. And I lived out there for like a year, like about a year. And then I came back here for Christmas one year, dude. <coughs> and I was chilling with my homie, I like my best friend, bro. Shout out Jacob. Uh, I was chilling at his house, and we were like, "Hey, man, you want to go get something to drink?" I was like, "Oh, let's go get." Something. I just got back to town, dude. I had a big ass bag of weed. I was like, "Yeah, bro, we about to chill. <laughs> we about to kick it, bro." <laughs> And we we leave his house and we're walking down the street and this 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 fucking Dodge Stratus pulls by and the guy's just eyeballing the fuck out of us, dude. And I was all like, yo, that was kind of weird. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they turn back around, they stop and get out of the car and we're all like, we're like, oh shit, we're like, we're about to fight these dudes, bro. And then like I get out and I start seeing a badge swing and I'm like, oh shit, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. It was it was bad. And Were they like undercover, like not in uniform? Yeah, bro. But they straight they straight hoed us, dog. <laughs> they hoed the shit out of us. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, well, because they were like, "What's your name?" Da 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 da. And I was like, at the time, I was like, "Man, what the fuck? I'm just gonna I'm gonna give them my information and then walk off. Like I ain't doing anything." Because they were all like, "Uh, there's been robberies around here, and the description is bright red shoes." I had my bright red Nike SBs on, and I was like. And then he looked at my homie, and he was just like, at the time, dude, I was just like, fuck, I'm trying not to really talk to these cops, right? Da, 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 da. And I gave him my information, and he, you know, he runs my ID and shit, and all I hear over the radio is, yeah, he's got a warrant. And I was like, yo, what, dog? <laughs> like, dog, what? Like, bro. And then, so, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, bro. So I get, I get, I do 30 days. I do 30 days in the county, dude. Nah, it was like 45. Holy that shit, shit. Sucked, dude. Yeah, so I did 45 days in the county. 
Um, if you don't mind me asking, what you have a warrant for? Dude, it was I was on probation prior, and then I was I was like I had an email from my uh, my PO at the time, mm-hmm. and it said congratulations, you have been discharged off probation. Da 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 da, and I don't know why he because so he sent me. I think he like he jumped the gun on it because I was supposed to have a court date. Apparently, I was supposed to have a court date. And mm. he he I, I don't know what he did because he never he never explained it to me and like because I was no I remember now because they were on they were on a vacation and so I had to work with this like a substitute PO and they didn't say anything oh, about it yeah okay yeah so just terrible just basically miscommunication yeah and so like and so i was like okay cool i'm off probation like i'm about to go to kansas city like bet let's do this and then yeah i come here all that happens uh i get dropped from the label that i was working with down in kansas city like you know because they just thought i disappeared like i had Mm. no way i had no way of getting a hold of them oh yeah yeah like yeah dude i had no way i didn't have their numbers saved or nothing like that because my ass was dumb back then and every time they called me i just like anytime i had to call them i just go back to my call log and be like okay that number looks right you know so i didn't have anybody's number and i was like fuck my life dude and so i got out and then uh i met I didn't meet her. Uh, I reconnected with my now wife, but uh, I reconnected with her, and then I just kind of, I didn't really pursue music anymore after that because I was just like, all right, you know, like I did some wild shit on my like music journey. I had some bad shit go down, and I was all like, for a long time, I was like, "Fuck, man, is this is what like living, living like the musical dream, chasing music is like?" Like, I don't know if I'm gonna do this, yo. Mm, yeah. And then I got, and then like two, two, three years passed, man, and I'm like, man, I gotta, like, I just, I didn't feel like myself. I didn't feel like me, and I didn't feel like me for a long time because at first, because I was just trying to be, I was trying to be that family man. Like, mm. you know, I got a good, I went out and got a good job and we had our little place and I was just trying to, you know, take care of everything. And, but I always felt like there was a part of me that was missing. And, uh, and then one day I was just like, fuck, I'm gonna start freestyling to some beats. And I start freestyling to some beats. And then my homie digs the beat, hits me up and he's like, Hey bro, what's good? Like, I ain't talked to him in a minute, you know, mm. like, like and then we start he sends me a beat like well i buy a beat off of him and i was like all right i'm gonna record to this and then uh my homie Delo, you know yeah. shout out my man Delo. Oh, yeah. that's my oh, yeah. boy bro that's my boy <clears throat> i hit him up and i was like bro you still running your studio and he was like yeah i was like hey bro let me come record this song and he's like yeah bro roll through so i came through and i recorded this song man and it just like it unlocked i feel like it unlocked this this there was like a chi block that i had Mm. for so long dude and then or i was just like suppressing that that chi that chi line bro and i just when i when i got on the mic dude and i spit that song and i heard it back it just like i was like i'm doing this this is what the fuck i'm doing like i'm putting my all into this dude and then shit dude i worked for i worked with d for like two projects 
Damn. There's a minute. Yeah, no, that's my boy, though, dude. Hell yeah. That's D-Lo's the shit. Um, I'm actually uh, working with him tomorrow. I'm going to be doing a video for him. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, yeah. bro. We're gonna do, uh, I, I'm I'm really doing it more as like a, uh, uh, what's the term? Like a portfolio kind yeah, of piece. Yeah, yeah. I've never, you know, I've done like YouTube videos and small shit like that, but I haven't done music videos, so... But yeah, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to working with him. Like, uh, he's got some good shit. He does. He's, he's yeah. got a lot of. Uh, you can tell that he's been through a lot, and he really articulates that well in his music. Yeah, he does. That's definitely like I can tell. That's my boy's. That's my boy's outlet. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is that is my boy's outlet. That's an outlet for all of us, though. You know. Yeah, that's, and that's, what I'm what, that's the beauty of it. That's what I'm saying, man. And honestly, <clears throat> for like, so I made, I did my work with, I did my work with D'Lo. Mm-hmm. And then I started, and then I started like, uh, fucking. I was working at this junking company at the time, bro, and we were just going, and people were just paying us to take away their junk. Dude, a lot of it wasn't broken, so I just got this. I just, I just, I just found this computer that looked dope, and I, you know, and I brought it home, and they were like, uh, like my my buddy who's really good with computers. Shout out Dozer. Uh, he like he was like, hey bro, that's a badass computer. I was like, you think I can make music on this? He was like, yeah, bro, you can make music on this. And so <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> so Holy I was shit. like, bet. And so I set up. I get my computer set up, you know, and uh, I didn't know what to use. My homie said, uh, again, my homie, shout out Young Seagoat. He hit me up. And he was like, yo, bro, just get Reaper. And I was like, mm, all right, bro. One. So I downloaded Reaper, and then. <clears throat> And then shit, dude. I just started recording off of YouTube beats and shit, and I was like, "Man, I don't know if I, I don't want to." Cause dude, at first, dude, when I first started mixing, I was like, "Man, I'm about to just send this shit off. Like, it's, I'm gonna have somebody else mix this shit. Like, I ain't trying to do this. Fuck this, bro." And that never really ended up happening. So I just started mixing my own music and shit. Well, for I think I, I think I still had my studio and I and then I went to do those a couple of times too. Okay. Yeah, like I said, dude, I was like, I ain't trying to fucking do this shit. And uh, and then I hit up my other homie. Shout out Fleet of Genius. That guy's a fucking and like, dude. If you don't know who that is, dude, like, you could definitely flee gotta, the genius. Flee the genius. That guy is like, it's all in the name, bro. Like, I've never seen somebody make beats like that guy. Damn. Like, like, dude, and like, and he spits too, bro. And he's just fucking cold, bro. Like, he's just <laughs> cold. Like, uh, that's my style for sure. Yeah, dude, he's cold. He raps a lot with uh, Dizzo Bay. I don't know if you've ever heard him. No. Yeah, man. Nah, those two together, they have this group together called Rebel Mind, bro. And, like, I fuck with their music so heavy, bro. Damn. For real, dude. Damn. Like, like I don't really be, like, expressing it. But, like, I fuck with those dudes, bro. Damn. I fuck with those That's what I love about having people on the podcast. I hear about these people that. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. Um, But, anyway, you were saying, so, you got the, you got the shit on the computer and then kind of just went off? Oh, yeah. Well, and then. I was like, man, I'm going to start making beats again. Because, yeah. like, cause like, man, I didn't make beats for, like I said, like two, three years before that. And I, my, I feel like my, I only made beats the first time for, like, a whole year. And so, but I never really, ha- I didn't have, like, a lot of, I didn't realize that YouTube had a lot of how-tos to it. Like, I can learn how to make beats off of YouTube. So, bro, I was just, like, going through it myself, like, trying to learn what all the shit did in FL, you know, and, like, so I was just making beats off of that, and they were working at the time, you know. And I was like, "All right, fuck it, we'll just we'll just keep fucking rolling with it." People are <laughs> rapping on these, and they ain't saying shit about it, so we're like, "All right, it's, it is what it is." 
and then all the getting locked up shit happened and then the years go by and i'm like and then my homie flea hits me up he's all like man i was like you trying to work on some music and he's like you trying to kick it and i was like yeah bro and he came over he drove down to my house bro i lived in indianola at the time so i was far as hell from south not too far from the south side but he drove down there and he hooked me up with fl Mm. i don't know yeah dude and that's where that's where that all started and then i realized you could look up how to's on youtube and shit because i see i was going through facebook and an ad popped up for like a like do you want to do melodies you know because you know how we said they sell our shit to people so and i'm looking up like i'm looking up like you know stuff to buy to like make my studio set up better like that shit just naturally came and i was all like I can, oh shit <laughs> you know that's where it works in your favor you yeah, know yeah that's what i'm saying and then <laughs> and then it really helped a lot too just having good friends dude because you know even though i wasn't progressing my craft a lot of my homies were that whole time like a lot of my homies like when i heard their music from before to like from point a and then not seeing them for point b and then seeing them at point c i was like i was just fucking mad impressed bro like and so a lot of they all taught me a lot of shit too man like a, a lot of my boys they really taught me a lot of shit bro a lot of shit that's where you get it that's where you like you know that's where you really start to progress when you start sitting in those you know whatever's going on yeah bro that's why i do i always tell people bro i was like always be around people that are better at doing what you are doing yes like like always like there is there is no there is no progress in hanging out with people that like don't get me wrong you have your friends you can have you know everyone like i have a bunch of friends that aren't music friends you know they're losers yeah like like they're not music friends and then you know and so like that's different you know like it's it's chill but like when you're hanging out with like musical people and they don't take it as serious and they don't they don't want to advance in it and they don't want to be open to it it really you know it puts that restriction there and it puts that restriction on you and like and that's why i feel bad for a lot of people because you know a lot of people get blamed for uh like oh you made it and then you stop fucking with us and mm. like and now i like seeing that from like other stand like being on that standpoint where people say that about you like looking back and you're all like you know it could just be bias and or, or whatever it is you know and you just kind of see it like okay i understand why these big artists like you know stop fucking with people yeah like that's all i'm saying you gotta progress you gotta you know like you're hearing about that artist do stuff i mean so obviously they're making the right moves if you're hearing about it you know if you weren't hearing about it they'd be making the wrong moves bro so i knew dude i knew i wasn't i knew i might not have been hanging around like the right people for my art when i was like bro i can get you on this show like we can go do the like this show is in a couple hours bro like you have music let's go fucking do this like bro even if you don't want to rap bro just be on stage with me bro and a lot Mm. of them you were just like no man no i need to get paid bro no bro i can't i can't i don't buy what that's the dumbest like Like, who's paying you man like like, anybody like that's what that's what i'm like bro like why you guys gotta be like that all the time and i mean i've like i understand some of my homies are just straight up like Hey, bro, my social anxiety and my stage fright, like, I just couldn't do that shit. And I'm like, I respect that, yeah. bro. Like, like, all right, that's cool. You know, There's a reason like, I'm doing a podcast and not. Yeah, right, <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. I totally get that. That shit, man, rapping on stage, though, like, that shit 
I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still nerve wracking, bro. But there is an adrenaline to it. I have to, I have rapped on stage before, despite anxiety, and I will say it was like the most adrenaline, one of the most adrenaline filled experiences I've ever. Yeah, had. dude. That's what I'm saying. It's like, insane. dude, when I start, when I like, I'm always nervous as fuck, bro. Like a lot of the times, bro. Like you'll catch me in the green room, or you'll catch me like behind the curtain. Like especially at the Muse, bro. I'll be like just <laughs> I'm doing jumping jacks. I'll be doing push ups and shit. Like all right, fuck. Fuck, fuck, because it's just, it's just yeah, <laughs> dude, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just because it's, just because it's like, just because I don't want to be like, I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna pump myself up instead of just pacing back and forth, like, oh shit, oh shit, and then I just go out on stage, bro, and it's like, I see the crowd, and I'm all like, oh shit, what do I say? And then like, I just say some random shit, and then either people come to the stage or people don't come to the stage. I mean, like when people like now it's different, just because you know people start to know me now. Mm, and so they're like oh okay cool he's gonna spit some shit let me go up there and then just good friends like like i said like the stutterbox crew the house of leopold like Mm, those are that that's like my family bro like i don't see them enough and i feel bad they're probably (laughs) all like i don't even know him like that bro but like (laughs) (laughs) like no i get that though guys are my boys bro all of them hell yeah Uh, those are good guys uh they are good spirit they're good ass dudes that's what like that's what that's what that's what like I'm pretty sure we were talking about earlier, bro. It's like those guys have just advanced so fucking much. Like that's what I'm saying, bro. Watching them from their first show at Stutter Shots, we're at this little bar in the middle of fucking nowhere, Iowa. You know, <laughs> and we're just we're sitting here throwing down, and uh, and we just you know we just did our thing, and it was a good ass time. And then it's actually really funny, dude. We went back there to do a second show. And we got booed out of the bar by a bunch of old ladies. <laughs> that will be, that will forever, that will forever be my, like, one of the best memories I ever have. Because I remember Lolo was so pissed. It, it, was his, well, it was his birthday show, bro. Oh, you know, I have kind of heard about Yeah, this bro. It was his birthday. He was, he, we've been talking about this shit for, like, months, bro. <laughs> And we're pumped, and we're all doing our shit, and, and we just, man, I remember some old lady said something to my homie Goat, and he was all like, I'll take your granddaughter to the hotel right now, what's up? Oh. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, bro, you did not just, you did not just say that to them, bro. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, cause like I don't know, I don't know if Lolo, I don't know if Lolo just shut the show off or we got kicked out. But if we got kicked out, it was definitely because of that. Like, it was like, oh bro, he said God. that shit. I stopped rapping and everything, bro. Beat just playing. I'm just like, nah, go to my boy, bro. That guy's wild. Oh my God. That guy had no fear in what he does, bro. It's no fear. That's fucking off. Like that's the kind of shit that people need to be on. Like, and bro. people are on, but like, people need to be more on that. Like, that's what being I'm able saying, to push bro. the limit, push the envelope. Bro, that's why I be trying to tell Lolo, like, bro, like, we're gonna look back. We're gonna be like, we're gonna be in L.A. We're gonna be in Florida. We're gonna be in Miami <laughs> yeah. or something, chilling, bro. We just got this. We got this penthouse. We'll be all like, hey, bro, remember the time the old ladies fucking booed us off stage? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and like. And knowing his act, he could be like fanning himself with money and be all like, "Yeah, fuck them." (laughs) 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 Shout out to my boy. Yeah, Lolo, he's a trip. He's a good guy. I love being around him, bro. Always good, always good energy. 
Hell yeah. Even when he's pissed off, bro, it's still good energy. I don't know mm. what it is with that dude. That dude could be mad as hell, but it's still like, I understand why he pissed. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I get it. That's my boy. It's like, not, like, yeah. completely off the rails yeah. insane. It's, like, it's central in right. a way. Yeah, I was about to say, like, man, that shit. I remember we do. We did. Me and Lolo did this show at a uh, at a college. That shit was pretty tight. Which college? Oh, what? Fuck, dude. I don't, I don't <laughs> remember the name of it, bro. <laughs> it was, it, it's the one out in, uh, it's the one out in, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, Oskaloosa. It's the one. Mm. I, oh, I, I, yeah, I don't remember what that college is out in Oskaloosa, bro. And we went there. I fucked up, bro. There was like, it was hot as hell in that thing, bro. I had my sweatshirt on. And then I had my big Red Wings, like, hockey sweater oh. on, bro. <laughs> and I'm in here just like, oh, my Lord, just Dying. sweating, bro. And I'm like, and then they're all like, hey, seven, you're up, bro. And I was all like, oh, I'm just drenched in sweat already. And I'm all like. <laughs> This shit about to be wild, bro. And then, bro, I go up, I go up there and I turn up, bro. And I'm, you know, I do my thing and shit. And I go, I go out back. And then I just like, I like changed. And then I just went into the crowd of people and just started dancing with everybody, bro. It was just, that was a good time. That was a good time, bro. I was gonna say, who was it? It was, uh, it was Pastor Troy. Pastor Troy and I want to say her name was like Princess was like the headliners of that show. And Pastor Troy is like an OG, bro, if you if you don't know. Hmm. Like, yeah, no. Well, yeah, no, he's an OG. And uh, I've never heard of Princess before. Uh, I mean, I probably have, but she like, you know, everyone, all the artists are taking photos with them and shit. And Princess is like, let's take a photo. And I'm all like, I'm all, I'm sweaty as shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and she just and she just she just got all up on me and I'm all like, bro, you can find bro, you can find the picture on my fucking on Facebook, bro, because I'm just like, <laughs> like <laughs> too much to handle. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was like, what's going on? And she was like touching up on me and I was like, my wife's gonna kick my ass, bro. I'm fucking toast. Someone's gonna post this and I. I was sleeping on the couch for a month. (laughs) 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 Fuck, dude. Yeah. bro. That's the problem, being in that position and being married, huh? I mean, dude, I've never really been like a... I've never really been like a very lusting person, Mm -hmm. I should say, dude. I mean, I grew up in like a family of all women. So, like, that's what I was saying, dude. And I never like... I mean, I would go to my dad's house and shit, but I was like, I feel like I was never really around him enough. And I mean, my dad's not like a, I'm a fucking manly man. He's just, yeah. a, he's just a fucking average down to earth dude, you know? So I never had that, like that macho, like that macho man figure in my life ever, mm, especially with like yeah. my uncle, because my uncle is really down to earth. And like, my uncle taught me a lot of shit, bro. I still live like my life on a shitload of the mantras he's fucking taught me throughout <laughs> the years, dude, for real. And I don't think I honestly, I don't think I would ever got as far as I've gotten in music without my uncle, just because like, yeah, you know how we all have like that that conscious voice in the back of our head, and anytime mm. I'm making like a very like a big ass decision, like he like he's always like the voice of reason in my head, mm. like every time, dude, every time. That's good though. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, despite if you're lustful, not, I mean, there's like definitely oh, a lot yeah. of like. Crazy well, dude, fucking like, shit out there. Yeah, dude, I've never really been like a like you know my homies like see a girl walk by and they're like oh yo she got a fat ass and I'm like 
it's a butt, bro. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like, like I was like, I respect a nice butt, you know, like, yeah. it, I mean, it, nice butts are nice butts, bro. But like, I'm never like, yo, dog, look at that. Like, <laughs> dog, there ain't enough time in the day, bro. Like, <laughs> I like that thing you posted. Yeah. What was it? Uh, how, how much time is uh, a good amount of time for sex? You're like, two seconds. I'm yeah. too busy recording. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say, yeah, 10 seconds. I got shit to do. <laughs> like, man, it's, dude, it's always, dude, I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like, I always got super frustrated with my homies, bro, all the fucking time. Cause they were just like, yeah, bro, we need to, we need to get these hoes over here. And <laughs> we need to do this, yada, 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 whoop-de-woo. And I'm like, bro, we need to be making music right now. <laughs> and yeah. they're all like, bro, you're tripping, bro. Like, bro, we got to, we got to have some hoes over here. And like, we, they, we're going to have the hoes in the studio. We record. And my homie Danny is not a very lustful person either. Me and him just look at each other like, these lying motherfuckers, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Long story short, bro, we went out and bought, your, we bought, we bought a bunch of bottles at a bunch of weed nobody slept with anybody and some ogs were pissed <laughs> yeah bro they got a stern talking to from like when i went to bed at three in the morning my ass woke up at six and his ass was still like you motherfuckers and i was like yo dog <laughs> like nah dude some of my best memories are at that house though bro I, bro i love my boys fucking yeah. he's probably gonna be all like he's like bro you said that shit on a podcast I'm like, I beat your ass bro <laughs> Personally, for me, if I was recording and there was like a bunch of bimbos around, I would be like, that would be so anxiety inducing for me. I feel like I would almost be intimidated. Dude. I like wouldn't be able to like. <laughs> bro, yeah, bro. It's it's hard. It's hard to work, bro, because like you know they don't. They're here to drink and smoke. Yeah, you know, like not they for artistry don't, or anything. That's you know? what I'm saying. Like they don't give a fuck. You just another motherfucker trying to rap, bro. Like yeah. they do not give a fuck. Like oh you, oh you see you got four bottles. Oh, you all right, we're coming. <laughs> I bring all my homegirls. And, you know, I want to say, dude, it was like three or four of them that showed up. And I had this, I was, dude, I don't even know. I don't know if I was like, we weren't really talking. I don't know what it was, dude. But I had this girl there, and she was like, this is my man. I'm like, I'm not your man, lady. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, I'm just trying to be so like, I'm just trying to be so nice and not like, don't get me wrong. I was an asshole to her a lot, but it was, I was, I could never break myself to be all like, you gotta have to at some point. Yeah, no, nah, dude. Yeah. At some, yeah, dude, it just got to the point where I was like, nah, man, I, I can't be doing this get shit. Fuck out here, man. <laughs> yeah. But no, nah, like, so I remember one of, one of my OGs, bro, he was just like, he was like, he, he called me Eminem. <laughs> he called me Eminem. He said, "Hey, yo, Eminem." He said, "Here's this weed." He said, "Here's here's here's this alcohol." He said, "Y'all just go up in the room. Y'all y'all be fine." I was like, "Fuck it, yo, I ain't got smoke with all these motherfuckers." <laughs> I, like, I got like four blunts to myself. Like she don't smoke weed. Like hell yeah, bro. I'm, let's let's go. Like man, that was a night. That's one. That's another one of those things that always stick with me, bro. Because just the they just just, just the. They got yelled at, bro. And I was like, no, why is this happening? <laughs> I had a PO meeting that day, I think, too. Yeah, dude, that was that was all good. I'm so glad she didn't drop me that day, bro. That would have been so bad. <laughs> I heard they're not doing any drops right now with all the COVID. Yeah, that's what I'd, so I'd be telling my homies that are like, that we are like, yeah, I'm on probation. I'm like, bro, you, you the luckiest motherfucker to be on probation right now. <laughs> yeah. 
are you talking about? I was like, don't get me wrong. I still think you should stay sober and shit just for like, just in case. Yeah, in case they surprise you. And it's like twice as bad or something like that. I know. Like I had a bunch of homies that were like, bro, I don't know what to do. Like a lot of homies that ain't been on probation. Because I know I've been on probation before. And they're like, bro, I don't know what to do. I don't know when COVID's about to end. I'm going to smoke a hell of weed. No more. Like, bro, just quit smoking weed. <laughs> like, I know easier said than done, bro. But, yeah. look. I, I feel that. Um, approaching the sober October, I've had my own anxieties for sure. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Not smoking. Dude, that's what I'm saying. A lot of it, dude, a lot of it for me, bro, when I had to quit smoking for when I got on probation, man, it was just being around people like if it was there bro mm. i just had to you just got to take yourself out of that situation bro because like mm. people are like discipline 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 but bro we're human beings we're not gonna be fucking disciplined robots you know we're in the studio we're having a good ass time bro everyone's smoking weed what are you gonna want to do you want to smoke weed bro like well yeah and you want to be the weird guys not smoking weed either yeah that's know? what i'm saying especially if it's with some like people you've never met before in the studio mm, and shit yep. like that man and it's just it's it's fucking it's just a it's just hard to do that's what I was saying. Just detach yourself. Like, bro, you're not wrong for detaching, like, walking out of situations that just, like, aren't with, for your energy right now, bro. Like, yeah. you got to protect that shit. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what, bro. Because fucking, fucking, I didn't go to no, I didn't go to prison or nothing like that shit, bro. <laughs> My time in county was enough for me to be all like, I'm definitely moving a lot smarter after this. <laughs> like, not going to do, like, that shit really, like, led me to, like, I want to do a legal hustle when I'm older. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't want to do that shit in and out for my whole life, yo. Fuck that. Bro. What what was, I, I don't know how much you're willing to talk about, but, like, what was that experience like for, like for you being county? Shit, bro. Dude, my first night I was there, I was like, yo, bro, I'm really fucking in here, bro. Like, son of a bitch, bro, I'm really fucking in here. Like, <laughs> and it was, like, I don't know. It was weird. I didn't know what to do, man. I was just, like, I was... I was fucking 19. I was naive. Like, I had, I didn't know mm. what the fuck to expect, bro. And some guy comes up and he starts talking to me. Da, 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 and he's like, it's your first time in here? And I'm all like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, bro. And he's all like, all right, bro, come on. We're going to the booty room. And I was like, oh, bro, you got me fucked up. And he, and he was all like, bro, I'm just fucking with you, bro. Like, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> bro, I was like, bro, I was really like, I'm like, bro, I've been in this bitch for like 24 hours. I'm about to fight somebody. <laughs> like, I'm about to, you're going to have to kill me. Like, I'm going to have to die right now. Like, it's not happening, bro. Not, not going, bro. Not going. And, nah, dude. And then, dude, it was weird, bro. I learned how to, like, I learned how to, like, barter in there, so to speak, bro. Like, for real, dog. Like, you know, because you're locked with motherfuckers that are really, like, hustling on a daily basis. And, Mm. like, you know, it's just their personalities and their lifestyles now. And it's just what they do. You know, so whether it be for, like, commissary snacks or, like, you know, tray, like, food and shit, like, bro, it was just, like, that's where I really learned how to, like, you know, equivalency of items. Like, Mm. I'll give you this for this, you know, and shit like that, bro. I'll tell you what, man, like, coffee in there was, like, fucking crack. (laughs) Like, (laughs) motherfuckers, like, like, homie, like, dude, I remember this dude, bro, he OD'd on caffeine, bro. What? He bought the motherfuckers are always like, hey, bro, I need that Keefe coffee. Like, that was everybody's, like, you know, they had the bullshit coffee, and then they had the, like, they had the nice coffee, and the nice coffee was the Keefe coffee, and it was, I'm gonna get the Keefe coffee, yeah, and a motherfucker would get the Keefe coffee, and, bro, you might as well have a gold mine, bro, because everybody's trying to trade for fucking, like, 
bro, let me get a cup of coffee, bro. And they'll be all like, oh, yeah, bro, let me get your Dr. Pepper. Oh, yeah, let me get your Snickers bar. Like, shit like that, bro. Yeah. But, no, nah, back to that guy ODing, bro. He drank, like, the whole bag in, like, three hours, bro. Like, yeah, bro. Molly, do you want to look that up? What what the level of caffeine is to OD? I've like, heard it's like an insane amount. Yeah, dude. I don't know. It probably didn't help, dude, because this guy was like damn near 60, bro. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, uh, dude. He was 60, and the dude was talking about how he just got caught up for meds. I was like, bro, he's probably on a binger. Like, he's probably on a binge, and now he's mm-hmm. in here clean, and he's got something that can like give him a similar effect. Yeah, coming down like, and all that. Yeah, so he's just like, I'm going to take as much of this shit as I can. And then, because I just remember, like, all of a sudden, like, I was in the worker pod at the time, bro. So I was, like, going to the kitchen and, uh, like, doing dishes and shit. And, like, the guy wasn't there. And then everyone was like, hey, bro, that guy, that old dude, OD'd off coffee. You know, it was like, whoa, that's wild, bro. It's definitely, it's definitely different Jesus in there, dude. Working, working in a jail kitchen was weird. Like, because there was, like, three different chefs in there. Oh. And there was, like, the morning chef, the lunch, or the breakfast chef, the lunch chef, the dinner chef. They had this one dude named Travis, bro. If you listen to this, bro, eat shit. Um, <laughs> dude, that guy, bro, he, like, like, we, you know, we just sit there and have conversation. We're literally, we all just have, we all have, like, a designated job. Like, okay, you put the bun on, you put the mashed potato there, you mm. put the sandwich there, you know, shit like that. And we would just have conversation, you know, because we can just talk and fucking put trays together. It wasn't a fucking big deal and shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And that guy was just like, y'all need to shut up. And he was just like, <laughs> you could just tell it was, a, he, dude, he had little man syndrome, bro. Like, oh, he, okay. just, he just looked like he'd go home and, like, fuck everything when he gets home and like i felt bad for the dude but fuck that dude (laughs) (laughs) you still made my life hell. i feel bad for you (laughs) but you're still an asshole like how much caffeine uh it says more than 400 milligrams 400 milligrams like how many a lot how many like well that's like the recommended dose so like what so how many cups of coffee is that is that does it say or like I've heard like twelve Mountain Dews in an hour is a lethal dose of caffeine. Okay, so a black coffee. Oh, holy That's a big ass marching. So that's like what, like ten cups of coffee then to OD or something like that. Dude, that's not hard, bro. Dude, I'm for dude. Actually, I over dude. I over did. I OD'd off caffeine one time, bro. For real? Think about it, bro. Yeah, I took. So, dude, I've always, like, I wasn't smoking weed, bro, and I thought, like, I kicked it, and I didn't realize at the time, bro, I I just substituted my weed addiction for a caffeine addiction, bro, and, like, I didn't realize that at the time, and I was buying, like, big-ass cans of Red Bull, like, the two, like, the fucking, like, $5, 20-ounce mm. cans, I was buying, like, two of those a morning, bro, and I was slamming, I was working at Jimmy John's, dude, I was fucking lightning, but, like, like... <laughs> They probably like that. Yeah, like, dude, that's what I was saying. That. Yeah, that's what I was saying. They're like, I got all the hours, bro. Because I was like, making, yeah, dude, that's what I was saying, bro. I made, I think I made a sandwich in like twenty five seconds there, bro. Like, yeah, but anyways, bro. Like this, this day, bro. It was, what did we do? We had a big ass. We, it was like we had like the, you know, they have like the box lunches. It was like two hundred box lunches, bro. Mm. And it was a, it was a delivery at for like eleven o'clock. And we didn't open until 10.30, bro. So, like, but, like, I was always the opener. Like, 
shout out to AK, my boss. He just like he was just like, yo, you want to come in and open for me sometimes? I was like, hell yeah, I'll take all that overtime. I get that bitch at like five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but so we got all these orders to do, man. And I'm like, fuck, you know, I'm all like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking bump it up today. I grabbed two five hour energies, bro. Yeah, I slammed the two five-hour energies. I slammed the two cans of Red Bull. Oh, no. I got through the workday, bro. And then, like, I just was, like, my heart was pumping so fast, bro. And I started getting, like, dizzy and shit. Yeah, bro. And I was, like, I I got, like, they rushed me to the hospital and shit, bro. And I sat on an IV drip for, like, six hours, bro. Damn. They pumped everything out of my system, bro. I'll tell you what. I have never had a worse headache in my fucking life, bro. Like, it felt like I just had, like, surgery on my face. Jesus. Like, yeah, dude. So you can't smoke pot, but you can OD on mm. caffeine for, like, what, $12? Yeah, yeah dude. Like, <laughs> fuck, man. Like, dude. Dude, holy fuck. Jesus Christ. She was I've never heard dude. of a story like that. Yeah, bro, dude, oh, that's shit. what I'm saying, bro. I've had some Jimmy John, bro. People that people that work at Jimmy John's know about the Jimmy life, bro. I worked at Palmer's, <laughs> oh, so kind really? of. You know, I actually did work yeah. at Jimmy John's for a small stint. Yeah. You want to hear my Jimmy John story really quick? Yeah. So I got yeah. fired from Jimmy John's because I <laughs> because I wasn't wearing the correct colored pants. And like some other really stupid thing that I don't even remember, but um, yeah, this basically this manager just had it out for me. I was in college, and this was like a week before I ended up dropping out. Like my manager just sends me a message on Facebook. She's like, "Hey, do you want to come in? Just talk for a minute, like with a smiley face, like all super nice and anything." I sit down. She just like fires me, and like I was so dumbstruck because like it was just so out of the blue that like she gave me a paper to sign, and I actually signed it, and then I left. Like, yeah, like, what the fuck do I do, bro? Like, I just remember, like, like if that happened to me now, I would have been like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, I would have like actually gotten it, but like being like nineteen and like you know fresh, and then like just getting like fired for the first time, I was just like, "Yo, like, oh, what? like for that, like, oh, like, okay." Damn. <laughs> damn. Like, shit, I guess I suck. You know? Yeah, like, <laughs> fuck my bad. Like, holy shit. Man, oh my God, fucking G. What Jimmy John's did you work at? I was in South Dakota. Oh, bet. I went yeah. to school at the University of South Dakota. In oh, bet. Uh, because I had heard that there was a very good music program there, but I was mistaken. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I suffered for that for like a semester said, and a half. Yes, he said I was steered wrong. I was <laughs> steered very wrong. Yeah. You know, being I I went for music obviously, and uh, you know, being in that kind of field really it teaches you a lot about like you know the music industry here. There's a lot that I think is missing from that, and there's a lot that like I'm so glad is not a part of it. There's like something yeah. about like being in an orchestra, or being in like a organized musical thing that's just like you're like a drone, you're like a robot. You're like all right, you have to practice this one song for eight hours if you want like mm-hmm. even be recognized at all you know what i mean right like, that you want to sounds... do you want to play for this symphony well you better do this for like the mm-hmm. next three years you're like what was that one movie bro about the drummer dude oh whiplash yeah bro Hell you know, yeah. yeah that's bro. one of my that's favorite like, movies that that's one of the movies that had me all like holy shit that's how you know? intense like, it is that's how like that shit's real you know like, i played jazz bro. guitar as well actually oh, in college it? so um I never, I didn't really have anything that intense, but like that is not beyond reality in in like the music jazz scene. Like people are that fucking hard. 
like yeah, dude, that like, fucking intense is not far from the truth at all right like i can only imagine man like <laughs> i mean that's like a fairy thing man you look at like like teeny beauty pageants like the kid beauty pageants those moms mm. are like drill sergeants oh i'm like oh yeah i was like that's that little girl's like six like, <laughs> like, holy fuck. You know, I really hope after that fucking Cuties movie that they just stop doing those. Dude, I can They were like, we're trying <laughs> to prove a point. I was like, that was a terrible way to prove the point. <laughs> you did the like, opposite way. Yeah, I was like, that was how to not prove that point. Like, what you like, you could have made a movie about like somebody who was canceling that culture instead yeah. of just like highlighting like. Well, and that like, was the thing, like how they shot it, like. They specifically shot to emphasize that. They, mm-hmm. You know, even if they had shot in a way where that was just going on but it wasn't emphasized, they probably could have gone away with it a little bit. But, like, That's the fact that was saying. so intentional. That's what I'm saying. Everyone, and then I see a lot of dumbass people that are all like, oh, Netflix was just being edgy. You guys are just soft. Yeah. And it's not like, bro, you're, you're tripping. And I'm like, Fuck no. Man. You were tripping out. Like, those are li- that little girl is humping the floor. Like, no, not happening. I will yeah. kick my daughter's ass. For <laughs> like, real. Like, God. holy shit. I'm like, I'm all down for expressing yourself. You want to dance. You want to do hip hop and shit like that. I understand that shit comes with hip hop. But, like, you got to wait a little bit for that. <laughs> like, yeah. you, like, like, you got to wait a little bit. Like, you want to sit here and do ballet or some shit until you're like, 15 16 we'll put you in hip-hop but so no nah, you ain't doing that you ain't doing i just nine i can't believe it's even a debate to be honest i can't believe people are even i can't i can't believe that this isn't something that everyone can just be like okay this is fucked up this should just not be here dude that shows you like dude that shit like blows my mind man but then i always think about it bro and then i always have i always call this the thanos point of view <laughs> the thanos view <laughs> Like, I mean, dude, he was just another, you know, he was all about balance. But again, he went about it the wrong fucking way. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like people, what people say about Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Not that I'm saying that, but you know, there are crazy what people out there. Like, he was really just trying to do a good yeah, thing. Yeah, they he were just... like, what is it? What is it, man? That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, I had, dude, I think I was, I was tripping one time and I was talking to this dude, dude. And I don't know what the fuck. It was just some random ass guy, bro. And he was talking. He was saying some shit like that. He was like, bro, if you think about it, Hitler was really doing us a solid. And so, you know, that that instantly, I'm instantly like, yo, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, bro. And That's not the good way yeah, to start your that's point. that's what I'm saying. And he was like, and then he, he just looked at me. He said, well, if you think about it, bro, all the people that run the big, like, all the big stuff are Jewish people, man. And I'm all like, bro, this is not going good. Like, why? That is not You're not good. helping yourself yeah, like, all, And, you know, I'm tripping, so all the pathways are connected. And I'm just like, this logic is, like, what? <laughs> like, like, right now, I understand oh why God. the sky's blue, but that shit just doesn't make sense, bro. Jesus like, Christ. That poor soul. Oh man, nah, I just, I really hope it was a lot of meth, man. Like, it's not, like, if that's just who you really are, like, yo, fuck, maybe meth's just saving us from something. <laughs> balance. Again, the Thanos theory, bro. Balance. <laughs> well, it kind of goes into, like, like Buddha. Right, right. You oh, know, shit. Yin and Yang and all that, good and evil. I know, dude. I've really been thinking about looking into that, dude. Like, I, re- I was going to practice, like, the samurai code, bro. Like, really start, like, living about that 
And then I was like, yo, this shit's discipline, bro. Like, those motherfuckers were built so different back then, you know? Damn. Like, What's the samurai code? Dude, it's just dude, it's just like a bunch of like just like honor, bro, but like super mm. super big honor, you know? Like I that's all I'm saying. I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. I'll look that up, Molly. Man. I'm not familiar with this. Samurai code. Baby. I did not uh I did not watch any of that kind of stuff growing up, unfortunately. Yeah, the Bushido. That's the Who's shit. The Loosely analogous to the European concept of chivalry, the way it originates from the samurai moral values, much commonly stressed, some combination of sincerity, frugality, loyalty, martial arts, mastery, and honor until death. Yeah, I don't have that uh, martial arts mastery thing down, but everything else I try to practice. <laughs> it's kind of like Wu-Tang shit. Yeah, um, dude, it literally is, bro. Like, yeah. that's, what, that's, <laughs> that's what they always, that's what they base their shit off of, bro. That's Fuck like... Yeah. Hell that's yeah. just so tight dude i've always i've always been really big into japanese culture like dude i was so big into anime when i was a kid bro and like i said that was like again like where i'm talking about like i'm ahead of my curve bro like i used to get made <laughs> fun of for that shit bro i know a lot of people say that shit yeah, yeah but you know like i really did like i'd sit there like me and my home me and my homies were the guys that were running with the naruto hands behind our back running through the field <laughs> at work or at school and shit you know and so it's like and nowadays, you know, that shit's so big and everyone's like, bro, mm. do you know about this part that happened in Naruto? I was like, bitch, you like 10 years late. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, bro. I'm fucking late in the anime. Yeah, I'll be the first to admit. But uh, Molly over here is like a huge fucking anime fan. And we always talk about like, you know, all the rappers that come in here, they that is like the one commonality in everyone is they all love anime. I know, dude. And it's like, and that's what hurts. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of people... A lot of people probably genuinely really do like it, you know, and a lot of it comes with that status quo. Like back at like back in my day when I was big into anime, like I didn't really have anybody around me that was like, yo, bro, that's lame. Except for the people that told me that, you know, <laughs> and a lot. And I imagine the people that told me that were probably the ones that were like secretly watching that shit like at home. They were like, oh, this is the shit. And then they just didn't want anybody to know because they want their homies to make fun of them and shit like mm. that, you know. And like, you know, they were probably they were probably all watching anime while being like trying to hide it from their homies but they're all doing the same shit bro because you know nowadays everybody's like a fucking they're everyone's an anime guru you know and it's mm, just yeah. like so now i'm just everyone's like bro why don't you talk a lot about anime and i'm like i don't know man it's just like a i guess for me it's like one of those like i loved it but I hated what came with when people like, you know, made fun of me and shit when I was a kid, dude. So I was like a lot of it I think it's like a like a not like a PTSD sort of thing. But I like see what a, you're saying yeah, though. Yeah. Like it's just like it, it reminds me of that feeling. Like don't be wrong, dude. I, I just finished the Avatar again for like the eighth time. <laughs> so that shit. I'm actually giving the Legend of Korra a shot and I'm I'm impressed. I mean, but those aren't really like animes and shit like mm, that. Yeah. But I really like Akira. That's the that's the one because uh, I'm like late to the game. I didn't grow up watching any of that, but yeah, that's the one watch, that really blew me away. Yeah, I didn't watch that either, dude. I was, Damn. Yeah, dude. I was like, I was super big into like Inuyasha and yeah, like that. Like that's what I'm saying. Cause like, well, dude, like I used to video game super hard, and so I'd go to bed at like three in the morning, and I just turn on Cartoon Network, bro, and fucking Inuyasha was always on. So I was like, man, I'm just gonna watch this, dude. Okay, like, so that was it. Was all through Cartoon Network was how people watch anime. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then it was like, so, yeah, it was, and then it was like, for a dude, for the longest time, it was like between like two to like five p.m. They just played 
random animes, dude. It, it was mm. never like the. It was never like. I always, I, it always made me mad because it was never like in a series. I felt like they never played it in the row, and but I, I always liked it because I'd watch Inuyasha, then I'd wake up to go to school, and I watch Beyblade. <laughs> Beyblade was my shit, dog. <laughs> that was my shit. Fucking Beyblade, Beyblade, let it rip. They were just having like these big bro. Like I can only imagine what that looked like in their like in their reality because it's just like you just you just hold this thing and these little discs are just going at it and if they beat your little discs you just run away <laughs> like there's just like that episode where he has like guard like they get to the they get to like this uh like this compound and he tells the guards to go like you know to get like to take care of them and shit and they just pull out their Beyblades and I'm like oh yeah they're tripping <laughs> they just have a Beyblade battle I'm like this would be their reality like that's wild <laughs> like hey bro fuck you hey fuck you hey bro we about to let it rip like yeah like, <laughs> like bro I couldn't imagine yeah there's a whole culture I am unfortunately not that familiar with but I know dude I ain't watched that shit in a minute um, I'm thinking we take a little break here, uh, hydrate maybe, um, and then we can be right back. I'm take down, a little break. So. All right. I'm down. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You don't want to be that person at the party, you know. Right, dude. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we all have at one point in time, but as long as we come <laughs> yeah. back from that, bro, that's all that matters. Yeah. Growing and developing, you know. Yeah. That's kind of the problem with the internet. It's really hard to like see people grow and develop because it's like yeah. you put your imprint and yeah, like that's dude. it well a lot of it a lot of people just like i don't know man they set a standard for themselves and they have to be like as big as this instagram fucking you know instagram veteran who has fucking Three hundred thousand followers, you know, and all she does is like post pictures in Lamborghinis and shit like that. You know, there's a lot of motherfuckers that do that. Bro. Yeah, shout out to them. Like that's dope. You're making a living off of that shit, but like, man, people can't like, you can't don't you can't compare yourself to somebody who is like so much further ahead. Yeah, you know, like well, and it's like it's hard too because like. In a in a you know in the world and country where it seems like you know hard work pays off, you also see these people who seemingly don't really put any work into what they're doing, and they, I mean, they obviously they put some amount of work. I mean, you, you have to at least put some amount of work, but like far less than a lot of people who are trying and not making. It. Yeah, bro, dude. To be honest, man, like I like back to the over like I fucking step back and look at everything when people say like oh he never really did anything to get there bro and like like i've seen people that like you know it looks like they haven't worked hard but you know it, it's a yeah, lot and of they it's really just, have. Yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying yeah and they really have and and you just don't know you just don't see it all it's and, true and it's just and you know those people could be fucking in the studio all the fucking time you know or like and a lot of people just seem out goofing off and doing stupid shit it's like people are out here living their life man like you gotta like a lot of people don't realize like the more you like the longer you take this shit super like serious like if you take if you if you treat this shit so serious like it's your day job it's going to become your day job and you're going to hate it mm, that's true like like we go to work because it's fucking work we have to do it like it's just natural human like nobody wakes up and they're like 
hell yeah, let's go to fucking work today. You know, don't get me wrong. There's some people that really do love what they do. And there's a lot of people that are just really cool with just being, you know, part of society and not wanting to like branch out and stuff like that. You know, and like I respect that shit too. Like I tried to do that, you know, and like I felt like that was so hard. So the people that like, and for me seeing people that did that, I feel like they did that effortlessly as well, you know? Mm. And like, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, just looking at all standpoints and just at the end of the day, it's just like, I always tell people like, be aware of your surroundings and yourself. Like self-awareness is your key to success. Like if you know the bullshit that you do and you generally try to work on it every day, like you cannot not be successful. Yeah. Like, like if you have like, an entrepreneurial mindset or like like you know you're doing this podcast man like this is something you like i, I you, you've been doing it for a long ass time now so i assume it's something you i actually love. have not it's well, only like, been like uh seven months actually well but you're still going at it bro yeah, it's been true. seven months that's what yeah. i'm saying some motherfuckers do two podcasts and they get <clears> like one two people that listen to and they're like i ain't doing that shit no more bro mm, hey you know yeah. i mean bro like people give up i mean like bro like I, you do podcasts i make music we do two different like we do two different things but the process is still very similar mm. very, very like yeah, like it's still very much the same it's it's so much different but it's so much the same like really looking at it man yeah you're you're taking in a voice and like you're gathering into an entity and like well because you i guess and this is kind of the question like what would you consider yourself more of like a producer or a rapper or like you kind of Man, honestly, I used to put myself in those like the categories like, oh, I'm gonna be the top, like I'm gonna be the top rap producer. Oh, I'm gonna be the one. I'm gonna be on the Billboard 100s for rapping and be on the, you know, I'm gonna have my songwriter credits on Billboard 100 and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it like it just doesn't. I don't know, man. I just feel like you gotta be really modest with the shit. What was the question, bro? My bad. I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm like, dude. I got on a rant. <laughs> I got on a tangent. Um, fuck. what was it even? Ba- okay, so this is basically just about, or what was it? You you do mostly like producing. Oh rapping. yeah, no, yeah, bro. So I don't want to put myself. Okay, there we go. We don't. I don't want to like put like I used to want to be like you know be all of that and shit and. Now I just, dude, I'm just, I just consider myself a musician, bro. Like I just, I don't, I don't want to make just rap anymore. I don't want to do just, you know, trap beats and shit like that, bro. Like I want to, I just want to be a genuine musician. Like (laughs) I want to make some, like, I don't know if you've like, I don't know if you listen to like the, the lo-fi trap beat i dropped today for because it was a rainy day bro yeah bro after this bro like you can fucking check it out bro but uh it was actually the first youtube video i dropped but Mm. no man i just want to i just want to make i just want to make dope music with dope people bro like don't get me wrong like the money's dope like i i got mad respect and mad appreciation for everybody that comes to me and records and like they just they make music with me bro and they keep making music with me and like i you know and that that shit makes me feel good and i'm so glad that these people you know fuck with that and these people are on the same mission you know and it's like i just yeah, back to it i just want to make dope music with dope people bro like fuck yeah because you're making music that you love you're having fun with it and you're doing what you do you're like i say you're gonna you're gonna pop and you're gonna go somewhere 
Like, and that, and then you are going to be the person that people look at. They're like, man, he did that so effortlessly. Mm, like, what you're saying. that's what I'm saying, dude. And that's when you're going to become the other side. You know, you're going to be on the other side of the, yeah, the other side of success. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of, not to get into me, but like, um, my father, he's a judge. Okay. And, uh, he's, he's like, he's not like, you know, in the news or anything, but in, at least in Iowa, he's definitely right. Uh, risen in the ranks of like that field Hell yeah. so like i definitely kind of understand like there i don't know this might be getting like social or political or whatever but like when people kind of you know bark at the one percent you know i understand that side but at the same time you have to you know most of the people that are in that category worked really really hard to get there yeah you know my father yep. came from a very low-income family like very poor and he is achieving the you know financial success that it has. Amen, bro. And that's what that's what my homie Luke the Don, bro, showed me. One like he really gave me that perspective, and he's the one that was all like, "Hey, man, you got to realize like you want to tax these people more, but these people earn that shit. You know, like yeah. you know they still like there's a reason they have that much money, you know, and shit like that. And you know, and then we like you realize." Not all of them, you know, like, like after meeting all the people that I've met, like I've beginning to tell who, like, who really like came from money and then who came from poverty and built their wealth. Mm, You know what I mean? I'm not saying that I like, I've like, I meet a shitload of good people that come from wealth, but it's just like their social, like their social interactions with yeah that exactly yeah that's exactly dude it's like it's like a whole different culture within one culture Mm -hmm. you know that's what i'm saying like hanging out with my rich friends at their you know their their big ass houses with their fucking you know business executive dads and shit you're like you just carry yourself different you know different (laughs) like it's it's really bizarre it's super different yeah it's a crazy shit um so you got this thing that i thought was really fucking cool uh i wrote down Shabal. oh the chaotic cabal, cabal that's what oh, i can't pronounce bro. i'm so I had never, fucking happy i, I had never thing. heard of that until you got it and i looked into it because um i don't know if you saw it, but i have like the little yeah the reflection the filter, reflection thing yeah. but like damn that changed how so how is that like i wanted Dude, to hear it firsthand it's like i've recorded in like an actual vocal booth before and most of my recordings have not been in an actual vocal booth. A lot of my recordings have never been in a treated environment, like a correctly treated environment. And so I, you know, I was doing the pop filter with the reflection filter thing, you know, and I made sure like my mic placement was decent and like away from, like, I just made sure, you know, I did, I did all the specs that I could do, Mm -hmm. you know, that I could afford and i started seeing the shit for the eyeball and i was all like bet i've seen it for like the past two years and then they started doing videos of people with it in like bros in the tesla they're driving in the tesla and he's just rapping into this thing i was all like i was like all right holy shit and they have this one dude bro he's uh one second well you want to pull that up uh what k-a-o-t-i-c-a ball that shit bro they're wild just so people are watching and see it but sorry, but yeah, that's fucking insane. They were driving in a Tesla, and they yeah, were... they were driving in a Tesla, and they were just recording this song, bro. And then they had another one where a guy covered the weekend, and he's like on this like mountainside in L.A., just outside recording with it. 
And I'm like, dude, that's wild. And like, don't get me wrong, dude. It it's still not the exact same as a well treated room, but it definitely it gets the fucking job Holy done. Shit. Like, yep, yep, that's the shit. That was the first real thing I seen when I was all like. I'm getting this. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm getting I had this. not. And he's like not even that close either. That's what I'm saying. We also got to put it into effect. There's no engine sound. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. I did not know that. Holy yeah, fuck. bro. Dude, they make podcasting ones too, bro. Mm. Don't get me wrong, bro. They're a fucking pretty penny. Yeah, that, that's what uh, that's what I noticed <laughs> when I was looking at this. Pretty penny. <laughs> you know, and that's always the bitch about the whole thing. Like, if I had fucking two K lying around, I could, I, I'd be set. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, dog, if like, dude, if I just got like a major placement. And I got a major placement for like three grand, dude. Like, I mean, that's not a lot for a major placement, but fuck, bro. You can do I'd a still, lot with that. Dude, I know? would still put that shit to work. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, like that shit. But that's the fundamental problem. It's like nobody, like, it's set at a price point that's intentionally, like, for certain people. Yeah. Like, that's how it's always been. But, like, you know, it, it's sad seeing how the markets, I guess it is getting a little cheaper for the market, relatively speaking. But, like, how the market is going towards more people like you and me who are individuals, yeah. you know, but it's still at that price point. Well, that yeah. Well, that's because the that's because independent artistry has become so big, bro. Mm. That's why you see a lot of stuff becoming, like, consumer. That's why you see a lot of people coming, like, making consumer microphones and, like, having a bat like, Blue. Like, Blue was known for making some of, like, the dopest microphones. And then they started making their their budget lines and, like their budget lines are decent bro like i use a i use a blue right now like it it gets the job done you know don't it's not no u87 or nothing like that from neumann but it it gets the job done dude <laughs> damn this is a mxl <clears throat> yeah i was gonna ask you if that's what that was yeah the is that the 990 990 the yeah. blue yeah yeah i do I, dude i recorded uh I recorded my uh, song off SoundCloud. Damn, that was a long ass time ago. Uh, Morphine lollipops, bro. I recorded on one of those. Oh, really? Yeah. I really enjoy it. It's a good mic. Um, you know, I, I guess I don't really. I'm not like an audio wizard in terms of like you know maybe you or other people are, but like um, the, the I don't know what the so I guess I don't know what the difference is between this and that, but um, uh, it's a great mic, especially for the price point. I think it was under hundred. I spent yeah, this. dude, that's what I'm saying. I got mine, dude. I traded. I had this little Yamaha keyboard. Oh, shit. oh nice. <laughs> no fire starter. Right? Hey, that's a win. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but nah, dude. But nah, yeah. I traded mine for this little Yamaha keyboard, dude. I just went to this guy's like it was this random ass building on the south side, bro. I was like, this shit's abandoned, bro. And like, I'm like, I'm about to get robbed. I don't know what the fuck's about to happen, but they about to take me for my fucking keyboard, bro. <laughs> And this this dude pulls up, he gets out, and I'm like, oh what's up? You know, I shake I shake my hands with him like, oh what's up? I'm Gabe. Da, 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 da. And he opens this garage door, bro, and it's just stock full of music shit, bro. I was like, anything you can think of, bro. He had guitars, he had bass guitars, he had mic stands, microphone, like everything out the fucking yin yang, bro. And I was like, holy shit. 
And so I bought a microphone. I got I traded the microphone. I bought some other shit too. Damn. <laughs> yeah, bro. He was like, I had a music store and it shut down. And I was all like, Well, I'm just trying to get rid of some of this shit. <laughs> What's up? Damn. Dude, no, because I remember he offered me like he offered me something analog at the time, bro, for a super good steal. Okay, it was a preamp. And I like I didn't know what it was at the time, bro. And I was like, oh no, it's okay. I don't I don't I don't want to spend my money on that right now. And I was like, dude, I should have got it. I can't remember <laughs> what it was, dude. But I think it was like a yeah. No, I don't even know what the fuck it was, bro. See, you um not to sidetrack, but kind of getting technical. Uh, you were smart and you didn't do what I did. Invest in the blue icicles. Um, I really regret that. <laughs> I really oh, wish I had an audio interface. Yeah. Yeah, um, bro. They're a bitch with the cable. Like they're working fine now, and they worked well. They worked fine the last episode, but we had a couple episodes where the cables were all fucked up. People were complaining about the audio quality, and it was like, oh, really? Jesus Christ, right? Bro. Yeah, dude. So, that's why. Yeah, dude. Definitely, definitely interface all the way. Okay. I need to hit you up for years. You just got a new one, didn't you? Yeah, dude. I just got that new uh, SSL two plus. That thing's so dope, dude. I love it because the vol- it's got a big knob for the monitors. And oh, it go okay. it goes up to eleven. I was like, <laughs> you, "You slick bastards!" <laughs> like, all right, all right. Don't you love that when they put those little things? In? Yeah, dude. Dude, it's nice, bro. Cause I can like I can like I can cancel out like mixes and like in different headphones and shit. Mm. Like I did it. I did it one time, bro. It was like I was recording somebody and they just heard their raw vocals and then but I was hearing like the processing and shit. That shit was tight. I've never been able to do that shit again, bro. I, I got a YouTube how to do that shit again, but that shit was dope. I should have saved it, but. So, uh, you are your father, uh, with you got you got oh, family yeah, and kids. Oh yeah, I, I think man. that's really cool. It's something I want to aspire to. Uh, what's that like? I know it's kind of a generic question, but like, dude, it's 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 different. You know, I mean, it's just become like a way of life. I've been a dad mm. for. I've been a dad for nine years now, bro. Wow. So it's like, yeah. So it's like having multiple kids, man. It's like, I don't know. Me and my, me and my, me and my, uh, I have two with another one. And then I have one with my wife and, uh, my kids' mom, she, me and her, we just have a really bad past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of, there was a lot of you know hold backs and stupid shit going on we were just both being stupid mm. and so i never really got like in into my kids lives until my uh my oldest daughter was like five and then but ever since then bro it's been awesome so we're all working together man and we're all communicating that's so. good yeah that's dude good it, it, it works out bro that's what i'm saying like anybody anybody who's going out there with some like you got some baby mama problems or some shit like that bro like yo just even if she is going to just like bash you and try to be like the hardest she can on you, like you take that shit and you just throw it the fuck to the side because it's not about her. It's about you seeing your kid and like fuck all that mm. other shit, you know, like work with her. Even if she tells you you're stupid and stupid shit like that, bro, <laughs> just, just work with her, bro. Just work with her. Because eventually, bro, it's just like it's just like human. It's just like human nature. If like you're like if you're if you're coming at somebody like super reckless all the time, and they're coming at you super reckless like back, like you you know you just constantly feed back into that back and forth, back and forth. But when you have an opposing one of the opposing sides like stop and try to like transform that, it like 
you slowly lose interest in it and you're like you just kind of revert that may also come with just like experience and age and shit but i become very wusai i guess you could say well i still get angry as fuck sometimes <laughs> no every bro that's why i can't be playing online video games bro because like <laughs> My homies be all like, bro, Gabe's the chillest person ever. And they'll be listening to me play Call of Duty. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <yeah>. shit. <laughs> like, I wish your mom was here. I'd smack the shit out of her right now. Like, Ooh, just yeah. straight talking shit to people, bro. And they're all like, hey, yo, bro, can't be playing these video games right now. And I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, bro. So I don't, I don't be playing anything online, bro. I was playing Call of Duty for a minute. And I just felt like this poison in me. And I was like, okay, I got to quit that. I gotta quit that. I feel that though, like I, like I get what you're saying, but at the same time, that's like just kind of like a generational thing. If you don't get it, like fuck you, like yeah, <laughs> I totally remember right. like, like calling each other like fucking cunt the n word yeah, online, just like you like, know, just shit, going bro. at it, like, you know. And good. it wasn't like offense over it. It was just it was just fucking. Oh, it was shit. the culture. It was the culture of my warfare. You're fucking like going for all that. And you're like ah, you fucking yeah, cunt. Yeah, ah! The fucking the three sixty the three sixty servers, bro, were the harshest, the harshest things ever. Like, I think that's where a lot of us get like our like, I don't know, just like our fuck you-ness from, bro. Yeah, it's yeah, for like, right. Yeah, we'll tell this guy in Georgia to eat shit. Like, like, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably definitely like a a root for like all the crazy shit we're in right now with like. Everybody at each other's throats, like you know, yelling at people across the world. Over yeah, I mean, spots. yeah, dude, it probably, that's something yeah. to do with it. Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, yeah, it probably wasn't good. But we've done it. Like, <laughs> it wasn't. It's not good. But at least it was consolidated to the the Call of Duty game, and not like. Well, yeah, I, I guess I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, dude, I was about to say, I was like, I can't think of any other like very big multiplayer game besides like Red Dead Redemption. Mm. Like I remember playing Red Dead Redemption Two online, bro. And oh my lord, that shit pissed me off. So I bad. did not. I I don't have the system for that, so I never got into it. But yeah, I've heard bro. it's the soul the soul sucker of all soul suckers. Yeah, bro. Because dude, because it was like it was like GTA Online before there was GTA Online. Mm. You were just you're just a fucking random ass cowboy with a bunch of random ass other cowboys either helping each other out. Or you're just fucking randomly killing each other, bro. Cause they gave you like an absurd amount of XP for killing like another player. And oh shit. really? Yeah, bro. Uh, so I guess I was going to ask like, is it any more balanced than GTA online or is it still the same garbage where it's just like still the same garbage? Bro. <laughs> Like, I can't even play online anymore. Yeah, it's so bro. frustrating. Bro, I can't. Dude, especially, bro, because I've never, like, played it. I've never had enough time to play it to where I'm, like, level fucking 812. Exactly. I'm That's... sitting here running around. I'm, like, 25. I got my fucking, I got my little Uzi, and here comes Miss, here comes homeboy on the fucking hover bike. <laughs> he's like, hey, what's up, bro? Boop. Like, yeah. just, and I can't even leave the hospital because he's just hovering over that bitch the whole time. <laughs> I the, age, the age of multiplayer is dead, man. Dude, that's what I'm saying, dude. I did play it one time, though, and, like, now they have, like, this weekly spin shit where, like, you go into, like, this casino they put for the online, you can, like, spin it, and, like, it'll have a prize, bro, and I won, like, the exotic car that time, and I was like, bleh. <laughs> I drove that shit out of the casino, bro, and somebody blew me up. I was mad as hell. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> mad as fuck. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> 
I know, bro. I was playing with my homie. I didn't realize at the time, like, you could call, like, your insurance company, and they would, like, get you, your car would come. Oh, out, really? Bro. Yeah, and I, I keep oh stealing my cars, God. and my homie's like, bro, why do you keep stealing cars? I was like, bro, Jesus someone blew Christ. my car up. He's like, dog, just, <laughs> just call the insurance. I was like, bro, are you fucking kidding me? That is the level in Sandy when there's fucking insurance in a video game. Like, bro, you said you learned the stock market off that shit. Yeah, yeah. I remember actually like yeah. um I played so I played GTA, I played mostly offline. But mm-hmm. I remember like studying the shit. Like there was like times in the game that you could like mm-hmm. blow certain shit up and it would make your stocks yeah, go up. Yeah, I remember yeah, trying dude. to crack that, I could never do it. Yeah, dude, it was like uh, a lot of it was like the Franklin Assassin missions. Like you wait to do Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it was like Cause it was a uh, like you would you'd find the dude you'd assassinate him the stock would crash, and then you'd buy you'd buy all the stock you could, mm-hmm. and then you'd like make him sleep for four or five days, and then it fucking it'd be like high as fuck, and then you sell high yeah. yeah you sell high as fuck, like yeah damn but, yeah. dude it's really like on GTA bro it's like just you just like watch the. <laughs> patterns of the fucking shit but i mean it's hard because they don't really have like a back history of the patterns so it's like you can't just like you know this kind of been like one of the criticisms of criticisms of uh rockstar gaming is like a lot of it is very uh formulaic in terms of like it's just like you do this you go to this destination you kill this person you do this thing and it's like it's like almost every time it's like that same formula yeah yeah is yeah every red dead redemption uh, yeah that's what but, i've heard I don't but know. i also feel like but I also feel like they can do that because, like, they brought that, you know? That's like, true. They're the OGs like, in that. Yeah, they're, like, they're, like, one of the creators and the innovators of that. So it's, like, shit. But, I mean, shit, man, look at them, bro. Like, they have been beating GTA Five like a dead horse. Dude, that shit came out when I was in high school, bro. I'm, 20, yeah. I'm 25, Almost bro. probably... Oh, you want to look that up when GTA 5 came out? I want to say it was 2011. That was almost 10 years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, bro. It was It was a long ass time I was watching ago. a video today on a streamer just freaking the... F- he, okay, 2013. So <laughs> Dude, that's still a long time ago. ago. Holy shit. Seven years. Just like, just recently seven years ago. <laughs> you know, oh, I think shit. that's the... It still holds the world record for the highest earning piece of entertainment in history. It's like Hell it's yeah, made like a billion all, dollars. Yeah, bro. Now, that, now they're all like, hey, man. You pay us a hundred dollars, we'll give you like forty million in our money. Look that like, up. How much GTA yeah, Five like, is made? That shit, dude. Their add-on packs and shit like that, bro. Like people still yeah. really play that shit, bro. Oh Hard. yeah, no, like that is the Hard. like that's the game that's never gonna die. What? Holy shit! Dang. That could get us out of debt, man. <laughs> right, well, not like, even probably, but like it can help. <laughs> Holy yeah. Fuck. yeah. But what is it they say, though? Like, a trillion dollars is, like, less than a dollar per American or something like that. Oh, yeah, for real. What what is it? Like, like these billions of dollars, like, if you actually split that, like, if you gave that to every person in America, it would be, like, less than a dollar. It would be, like, it wouldn't even be worth it. Oh, for real. Like, that's how, like, that's how crazy money has gotten. That's insane, dude. It was like that, uh, (laughs) bro, you ever watch a, what is it, Storage Wars, bro? (laughs) bro a little bit i'm familiar with it man i used to get so chong to watch that show bro that should be an anxiety ride from hell because they'd be all like because i'd just be watching and they just open up this shit it's just a bunch of random ass shit bro and they're all like yeah 
Yeah, fuck Bob and his kid. Uh, I'm getting this. I'm getting this storage unit. And then they'd be in there like fucking going at it. They'd be like eighty dollars, and they'd be like a hundred dollars. And I'm like, y'all are like, it's like a fucking, it's like ruthless. And I'm like, yo, it's storage units. <laughs> like, and it's and the show's also in Canada too. And I'm all like, bro, but I feel like for the nades, bro, that's all they really got to worry about. I just see can I just see Canada as this beautiful landscape <laughs> of just peace. It's probably not, but <laughs> fucking uh, Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, like, that's dude. My shit. That's what I'm saying. And like, I, have you watched like Letterkenny and shit, bro? Like, <laughs> you know, I have. I have watched that a little show, bit. The show's so those shows. Bro. It's really weird, like living in the Midwest, because like Letterkenny takes place in Canada too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, like just like how those shows, even though they're Canadian, they emulate the Midwest so well. Like, I remember going to college in USD, and, like, the trailer park was, like, a block away from the fucking college. And, like, yeah. I would buy weed from a guy who had, like, holes in his floor. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, saying. that, like, literally that, like, type of trailer park boy shit you see around here, like, more frequently than, That's what I'm know. saying, bro. I mean, because if you think about it, bro, the Canadians really don't live much different than us. Like yeah. you mean I I don't mean to speak on like the I have no idea what the fuck goes on in Canada. <laughs> we gotta get Canadian on here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, just be like, hey, you hey, you remember that seven guy you had on here? Yeah, fuck him. He's so wrong. <laughs> like, man, that shit. Nah, dude. Yeah, I think like I just imagine like a like a majestic ass moose. Like as soon as I cross the border into Canada, I'm gonna be greeted by this mountie riding a moose. He's gonna be the kindest <laughs> motherfucker ever. He has a little hat and some information. Yeah, that's what He's I'm like, saying. Hey, welcome. No, I'm asking across the border. He can come up me rifle loaded like, hey, dog. <laughs> Best get the fuck out here. Did like, you ever hear, what was, what was the movie? It was like these kids that uh, they had this whole scam where they were uh, backpacking weed from uh, Canada to the U.S., like through the woods and shit. What? Fucking A. I cannot remember what it's called. Do you know what I'm talking about, Molly? Yeah, it's a movie. Look up, like, kids smuggling weed movie. <laughs> kids smuggling weed. I don't weed. know, man. I don't remember what the fuck it's called. I like Canvas is in the title, I think. Ah, Kid Cannabis! Oh! Yes! Have you heard of this guy? Yeah, bro. This Dude, is a true this story. Was on, this was on Netflix, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, I remember watching this. I remember being stoned as fuck watching this. <laughs> as one should be. Yeah, I remember this. <laughs> That's just crazy. Like this fat ass yeah. kid with like two hot chicks in his bed. Like people are coming to this party. He takes on Glock and he just. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, bro, like what? But yeah, that that's fucking true, man. He I totally he like backpacked this. fucking weed, and like uh, the thing in the movie, there's a part where he takes um to like smuggle the weed to like uh, show the people back in America like how good it is. He takes a condom and he puts the weed in a condom. And he ties it up and he, like swallows it. <laughs> Which like that's like not uh, yeah, no. people do that, but it's like it's not a good fucking thing to do. That like, that's not, not safe. An idea. Like that is not not good at all. <laughs> I feel bad because those motherfuckers be like, I'm a fucking genius. And I'm like, (laughs) all right, bro. But the thing about this guy is he never snitched. He never snitched on the people that uh, that put him up to all that. Like, he never gave him his name. He did the 10 years or whatever. And yeah. Bro, that's just wild. Bro, you remember that one one movie where it was like, it was like a bunch of kids or some shit and their family just like, it was just like, like a suburban ass family. And, like, their parents were just, like, big weed growers, bro. It was the dumbest fucking movie, bro. But it was just, it was so good. 
And it was just so random, bro, because they were just like this, like this. The dad wore suits and shit, and they just, they just casually sold weed, bro. I can't remember what this movie is, but that's just, that's just wild, bro. It's crazy how like true that fucking shit is, though. It is, bro. Like some of the shit people have growing been. up. Is that the? I don't know. Or like the show Weeds. That's kind of similar. How it's all like suburban life, but they all. I like know. I remember. I know. What was it? I think it was like her son. She found her son's weed or some shit, and she went to her the, the seller or some shit. And was all like, I sold you this weed. You sold this weed to my kid or some shit. <laughs> like, like, I can't remember if that was an episode, bro. But I was like, I, I want to say it was or something like that. Oh, fuck. what was it i think it was like dave Chappelle. he does this bit where he finds weed in his he finds weed in his kid's drawer and he's like i was so sad that he, so i took some of my joint papers i took some of his weed i rolled up in the joint <laughs> <in> his bedroom <laughs> like that would totally be me as a parent yeah. i'd just be like all right well they like come home just like well you do this there's no more secrets so all right, right. <laughs> We're just going to do this out of the open from now on. <laughs> Everything. He said, this is our way of life now. This is how we do it. <sighs> you want to be smoking pot? You got to be part of the lifestyle. <laughs> Speaking of weed, what, what have been some of your uh, weed experiences? When did you start smoking pot? Oh, man, I started smoking pot at, like, 13, bro. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, bro. That shit. Dude, yeah, no, nah, dog. The first time I ever, like, the every time I, first time I ever smoked weed, bro, I was with uh my boy Troy, and it was eighth grade, and he's all like, he's like, hey, bro. And he showed me, he, like, pulled up his sleeve, and he's like, I, I got blood, bro. And I was all like, I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Like, <laughs> but, and then I was like, I was trying to be cool. I was like, yeah, bro, bet. I got you. And we go, like, we go into this alleyway behind. We were going to fucking Hyatt, dude. Like, I don't know if you know where that is on the east yeah. side, bro. Uh, uh, east side. Yeah, and, and we were smoking weed in this alleyway, bro. And I'm just, like, hitting this, bro. And I'm just like, I don't know if I'm doing it right. I just like take it and I just, I feel it in my, and I just cough really hard, bro. And I tell you what, bro, going to school after that was the hardest thing to do. First time I ever smoked weed, bro. The first time I've ever gotten high, I am blitzed this shit and I'm now going to school. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I'm an eighth grader, bro. Like I'll never forget that shit, dude. Cause my first class was reading and I was all like, all right, bet this is gonna be I. I can get away in here, bro. And then I had art class after that. <laughs> well, that's perfect, bro. <laughs> you fucking unleashed that, <laughs> dude. It was a good ass day, bro. I was so nervous at first, bro. And then like my my art teacher was a big punk rocker, bro. And he like he'd mm. always play like the Foo Fighters and the oh, Strokes, the yeah. Killers, bro. And he like he had this big uh like you know the pull down projector screens, bro. And he projected the music videos onto the screens oh, and shit while cool we were hell. like yeah while we were doing art and shit, bro. And I think that really got me into like a lot of music too, because that's the shit I grew up listening to with my uncle, bro. Is like that mm. independent, a lot of that UK uh shit, and it's like. I don't know, man. It was a good time. Fuck. Yeah, dude. And then, oh, man. 
Oh man, I got. Oh man, dude, there's just so many, bro. Like the one time it was my homie's birthday party, and we all partied at my homie's garage. He had his garage turned into like a dance studio, mm. and it was in high school, bro. And we just started. We just he just like one night like we had a you know we had a big group of friends and shit at the time. And we were like, we were just kicking it there. Like, you know, we were just chilling. We were smoking and shit. And then one night we were like, hey, y'all, y'all want to do like a friend party? We're like, hell yeah. So we all threw like a friend party and shit. His mom, his mom was cool with it because she knew who all of us were and shit. And we did that shit for like a whole summer, bro. And then uh, it was, it was going into junior year. And it was the like school just started. And uh, it was one of my homie's birthdays. And he like he just got back he just got out of like juvie or some shit I want to say and so he asked my homie like hey bro can I throw my birthday party at your garage we're like yeah bro bet da 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 dude I have never seen so many motherfuckers in one garage at one fucking time bro like I was like bro like I say he's my homie now but at the time I didn't really know him bro. And so, like, I'm just like, oh, okay. Everyone else did. Like, I was, I was kind of like the new kid still. Mm. So, like, I was just like, all right, chill, you know. And then, like, I don't know, dude, because it, it all happened within, like, I think I heard. I remember it was like third period. They were like, hey, we're gonna throw a party for my homie. Like, all right, bet, cool. And then I don't know how the word spread like that. It was like fucking wildfire, dude. Because we had people like in the garage we had people just like all in the fucking like driveway dude it looked like there was a fucking concert going on and it was just it was bad dude it was bad did you guys get busted i never got busted like (laughs) yeah no because well because me you know me like all the all all of us that are usually there like we know like when his mom's pissed like he's gonna she's gonna call the cops on us <laughs> yeah so like she'd come out like she we always gave it like i always gave it like three times she came out three times after the third time she came out i left because i knew that shit was gonna get fucking popped i knew like as soon as that shit like yeah dude like this one time we were there bro it was uh it was i think it was my birth dude it was my birthday party i just turned 18 bro and we're sitting here in my homie's garage and sorry how old are you I'm 25. Oh, same yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, but dude, it's my 18th birthday, bro. We're in my homie's garage partying where we always partying, and I this is this was before the this was before the last party I just talked about. But we're sitting there smoking. Oh no, it's after because that was senior year. Anyways, we were sitting there smoking, dude, and uh, you know everyone's partying. It's my birthday. We're all having a good time. We're all drunk and shit. And my cousin comes in and he talks to my homie and he's all like. Like my homie Stroud, and he says, "Hey, yo, Stroud, your car's on fire, bro." He's so calm, like just, "Yeah, bro, your car's on fire." And we're all like, "Bro, you fucking around with us, bro?" Like we're in here just, we're in here just gone, bro. And we're all like, "Man, what the fuck?" Is we, we go out there, bro. This man's car is on fire. <laughs> His car, dude. It's just lit like a Christmas tree, bro. I'll never forget that shit because I was so motherfucking surprised. I was like, wait. I was like, he's good. I thought he was fucking with us. Like, oh, he's just trying to get us out here just to draw everybody out here just to be a dick. But no, I got out there, bro, and I seen his shit engulfed in flames. I was like, bro, dude, we had bottle rockets in the glove compartment, bro, and they were just oh, going no. off, dude. Oh, no. 
it was no. great. I don't know what happened. Some 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 liquid flew out and it was parked on a hill and some liquid came out of the car and it ran down the street and like something like an ember hit it and it lit it, dude. And it was like a fucking cigarette or something. Dude, it was like a twenty foot long like line of fire that was like Jesus three inches Christ. wide. That's like something out of a movie. Bro, it was crazy, bro. <laughs> Well, because, like, my homie's car just got, like, someone blew up his car. Like, his, like, I don't know what it was, someone beef with him or something. And then they were all like, yeah, man, we got to uh, we gotta figure out who this is. And then he got the same car as my other homie, and they lived on the same street. And, yeah, so it was, like, two of the same car on the same street, and their houses were, like, three houses apart. So, and, like... It, we're like everyone's all like yo someone set this shit on fire because that bitch was like up <laughs> like it was i do like again dude like if you go on my social medias bro i will fucking like it's there it's actually a it's actually one of my g7 covers where it's like the g7 in the drip and the car on fire like i took that picture oh damn. yeah like <laughs> like i didn't pull that shit off of google or nothing dude uh, like yeah we took that picture shit i mean when when you're there for the moment take the fucking picture. yeah dude that's what i'm saying bro like i've i've like dude i've always been one of those people that like the weirdest shit happens to me sounds like like it. <laughs> my, dude like my mom told me that bro like dude like bro i stole a fucking car and this dude comes with his homie and his homies like barred the fuck out. his homies like uh no he wasn't he wasn't conscious they dragged him out of the car and like this is all in front of my mom's house bro and this dude's just like laying in the street just like just barred the fuck out bro and my cousin's out there trying to like get him in the car he's just like he's just trying to help me out and he's, my mom's like what the fuck's going on out there you know like she's like she's like that's why i don't let you sell cars in my house and i'm like fuck it's about to be bad and dude all of a sudden a bunch of cop cars like swarm in oh, and we're all like, no. oh no and dude and it sucked dude because like we so we were sitting in my mom's backyard smoking and shit and uh we're just we're just watching these two dudes like trying to get his homie just like <laughs> this fucked up homie just out of the car and we're just sitting there bro just smoking hitting this blunt bro and all these cop cars pull up and we're just like like, <laughs> like, bro, like no i went inside my cousin lived right around the corner. He was like, hey, bro, I'm going to go home. I'm like, man, yeah. that's <laughs> a good here, idea, bro. Holy shit. Like, man, oh, fuck, man. There's a, there's a, dude, I have a big thing about mooning people. That was my thing in high school, bro. <laughs> dude, I don't know why, bro. Dude, I just, like, I was one of those people in high school, bro. Like, I like to get drunk and take my clothes off and just do stupid shit, bro. Like, there's this one time my homie's power went off. And, dude, I was drunk as fuck, dude. We drank, like, this part. We drank this bottle of Bacardi before the party even started. And I was fucking drunk, dude. And, like, I don't really have much memory. Like, I have faint memories. This is all off of what my homies have told me I've done. You know, I play guitar, right? And I got butt-ass naked, grabbed the guitar, and just started playing. And when the lights came back on, bro, I was just butt-ass naked sitting on the stairs, bro, playing guitar. <laughs> like... <laughs> like bro like damn bro. <laughs> i'm glad that doesn't happen to me when i dude dude like i tell people they'll be like bro do you like bro you have like no shame i was like i know i have no shame bro like the shit that like like yo i've done some shit i'm probably i'm not really proud of but like fuck i did it like dude like we were partying this one time i get in my homie's garage bro like, so many stories there 
And we get a bunch of people outside. We're like, hey, y'all, come see this. Come see this. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. I stand up on top of the garage. And I pull my pants down. And my homie's like, hey, look, everybody, a full moon. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. Oh, man. Oh, shit, dude. What about psychedelics? You ever fuck with that? Oh, man. Acid used to be my favorite. Hell, yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm taking a break myself personally, but uh, I haven't done it in a long ass time, dude. It's been a while. Is that just like having kids or not wanting to? Yeah, pr- yeah, man, pretty much. Just because, like, I've really like cut back on everything. Mm, you that know, makes sense. just yeah, and like really like. Like, you know, because like I said before, like when I got all caught up in the, you know, like in the lifestyle and the fast life and the shit like that, you know, it like I feel like it like tainted my soul. Mm. So like I already rec- like and, you know, I've already gone through that once before. So I was like, I you know, I recognized it again. And so I kind of like stepped back and just like been chilling out and I've been watching my drinking and shit like mm. that. And, you know, watching my diet and just trying to be like, like you said, just being self-conscious and shit. You know, just trying to be one with who you are. Yeah. Because yeah. shit will get messy quick. No, I get that. Uh, what I, what have been some you so you, you prepare of acid? Like what have been like what have been some oh. acid experiences? Oh man, <laughs> dog! This one time, me and my dudes popped some acid at my homie's crib that lived up the street, right? And like this is like he's like I think of him like my brother. Like his mom was my second mom and shit like that. And she comes in, I like, I'm starting to peek. And she comes in and she's like, which one of you boys wants to clean the gutter out? It's a two-story house, bro. And I'm all like, fuck it, I'll do it. And she was like, all right, come on. And I was all like, oh, I was just joking. And she's like, no, come on, like, get your ass out here and do it. And I was all like, all right, bro. So, dude, I'm like 30 feet in the air tripping balls like cleaning the gutter out with this hose, dude. And it's just like, just like I like I remember grabbing the grabbing the leaves, bro, and it just like I felt like there was just like worms crawling in my hand. And I was like, this is the weirdest feeling ever, but I like it. Like, oh, yeah, God. dude. <laughs> and dude, it was dude, it was bad because my homies come outside because they were all like, they were all like, I think they realized that like, oh shit, Gabe's actually outside. Like this isn't good because you know she didn't know he did acid at the time. You mm. know, like. I mean, I don't know if she, I, I don't think she still does. Sorry, Mama Brenda. Uh, <laughs> but nah, dude, like my homies come outside and they just start dying. You know, you get the giggles and shit, bro. Like they just started dying because I'm just I'm just on this ladder, bro, with a with a gardening hose, just cleaning out this fucking gutter. <laughs> just fucking tripping balls, dude. Tripping balls. I could see like having fun with that though, like kind of get like getting into it. I think you could, well, like dude, get into anything. Like, dude, my problem is, dude, when I trip, I have like no fear, bro. Like my like, oh, really? I am so like, I am so brave when I like do LSD, bro. Like I am not afraid of shit, Damn. dude. Like, and that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big problem. I feel like for me, it's always been balanced on LSD. Like I'm confident in some areas but at the same time like i also have an awareness of like yeah this isn't like i like i, I don't know i also don't like to trip to the point where i'm not aware that i'm tripping i like to at least yeah, be aware enough yeah. where it's like okay i'm tripping i'm on a drug 
I'm getting these effects, but like I'm not like when to when know. to be goofy and when to like yeah. just try to be as normal as you possibly fucking can sort of situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I don't know, not to be you know whatever, but like speaking as someone who's been in county, like one of my biggest all time fears is going to jail. Yeah, I'm not dude. even gonna fucking lie. Like, yeah, dude. Especially my you. father being like ahead of the system and like getting that. Like from him, like I have so much fucking anxiety. About going to jail. Right, like, so like my whole thing is like I don't want to be fucking in public, like tripping balls, and then like be done with the trip and like be in a jail cell. Yeah, bro, dude, that's what I'm saying. Bro. I always like, have that fear. That I know. There was this one time though, I was freaked out. We, uh, I, I, t- I took like two tabs, and me and my homie went to McDonald's. He didn't take anything. He was just smoking because he didn't want to. Yeah. And I was like, all right, bro, that's chill, you know. So I take mine. And we noticed there's this lady, like, you know, she's kind of like, like, I don't want to say, yeah, she's pretty much tweaking out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I was like, let me say, how do I say this nicely? But I'm like, nah, she was just, she was literally just tweaking, bro. And I'm like, I'm just sitting there, and my homie's like, hey, bro, look at her. And I'm all like, bro, I'm trying so hard not to. And he's like, bro, do it. Just look at her. He's just like, and then, dude, all of a sudden, again, a bunch of cops come into the fucking McDonald's. Oh, my God. Yeah, bro. And they like surround this lady, and I'm just like, bro, where am I? Bro. Oh my God. Bro, it was bad. I was just standing there, bro. I'm like, I'm just like, I'm trying to be as cool as I can, bro. And my homie just looks at me and he smiles, and I'm like, don't don't, don't fucking do it, bro. That's like a fucking movie. I was like, don't fucking do it, bro. And he looked at me, he said, hey, bro, guess what? I was like, what? He just said 24, and I just fucking died, bro. Like, I couldn't hold it in. Like, it was just... And he was probably just having the time of his life because he was like... He was like the most sober person there and the only one realizing what was actually going on. So he's just like fucking... Oh, my God. That's fucking hilarious. Dude. Man. That's what, like... I have never been, like, tripping and around, like, law enforcement. And, like, that just sounds horrible. Yeah, I don't dude. think I'd be able to handle it. it dude, it's definitely, like, anxiety. Like, you're just yeah. like, like, all right, I'm tripping balls. And I have really high anxiety. This isn't good. I would be like, all right, I'm going to find a really good excuse and a way to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Bro, dude like, dude, like, I used to have a big, like... I used to have a big problem. Like I would, I would dose, and then I wouldn't tell my homies, and then I'd just go party because I always felt. Oh like, really? I always felt like that was super fucking fun because, like, <laughs> because they never fucked with me, bro. Like if, if you tell somebody you're on LSD and they're yeah. getting drunk, they fuck with you the that's whole time. That's true. Bro. That's true. So I never like I, I would do it and I wouldn't tell anybody because I know none of like I had like a certain group of homies I did it with, and then I'd hang out with my other homies that didn't really like do it like I did. I wasn't taking it like every day, yeah. but I was like I was like every three weeks for like a year. Sort of, yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, it was it was frequent back then, dude. That's the crazy thing about acid. About acid, though, is like, you can. Jesus, what the fuck the hell is that? Time for something. Apparently. <laughs> um, but no, like I remember, uh, or like you know, like when you're on when you're on acid, like it's. I feel like it's a lot easier than like other substances, like be around people mm-hmm. that are sober and like get away with it. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, after, like, the third, fourth time I tripped, like, I really, like, okay, I have control. 
And like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, oh, okay, maybe I'm like, I was never dumb. It was all like, hey, bro, I'm about to pop like eight tabs. Like, fuck that, like, fuck that dude. The most I pop was three, and I was like, I'm good after that. Cause <laughs> I, that shit, I, dude. Too. There's sometimes, though, I gotta tell my homies, like, yeah, bro, I'm tripping. Like, like, again, like, when we went to, like, uh, I took two tabs. And we, I went to my homie's crib and we were just kicking it. I didn't tell anybody. We we're just sitting there like smoking and playing GTA and shit. And our other homie called. He's like, "Hey, bro, I'm throwing a bonfire." He lives right up the street. Mm. And so we go up, we go up to his house. He's throwing this bonfire. Like his parents aren't home, and he just has a shitload of people over. And you know, everybody knows us because it's everybody in the neighborhood. Mm. And so we go up there, and everyone, like my homie, walks up to me, drunk as fuck, and he's all like what's up bro and like just you know just being drunk and i'm looking at him bro and like he has you know half of his like return like this way and the fire's right here bro so like all i see is like a lit up side of his face and then a dark side of his face and he just kept trying to talk to me and i just remember like grabbing his face and i was like bro i'm tripping balls i cannot focus on what you're saying right now like because dude it was like Bro, like his like the the fucking like the light on his face was like changing with the dark sides, and it was like a, he had like a kaleidoscope face. But that was like that was the only night I ever had like a bad trip, because we went in my mm-hmm. home, we went down to my homie's room, and they were they were doing something, and I was like, hey, bro, I'm fucking no, I gotta go back up, I'm going back outside, <laughs> like I go back outside, bro, and fuck, and then the cops show up <laughs> again. <laughs> Bro, dude, uh, dude, I have, I have, like, bro. There's just a magnet to you, dude, apparently. Dude, so I do, and I'm just running, bro, and I'm just like, I'm tripping balls. I'm running, dog. I'm looking at the trees. I'm seeing faces in the trees and shit, and they look angry as fuck. And I'm like, <sighs> I live like three blocks away, dude. I don't think I've ever like ran that fast home. <laughs> I just remember like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> like, the last thing I'm trying to do, bro, is get arrested while I'm on acid. <laughs> dude, uh, dude, I got a dude, I got a like, like when I got put on probation, dude, I was super stoned, and the cops were like, "How much weed do you smoke?" I was all like, "So you want the lie or the truth?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I don't need to know." Five, fifth. That's why I plead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like <laughs> that shit, man. Man, <sighs> yeah, how's, dude. How's Corona affected you? With the, with, with I have to wear masks. That's about it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. I'm not doing a lot. I'm not doing shows. Like, that's it, dude. And yeah. Fucking shit closes at different times now. Like, it hasn't really, like, affected me. I know I try to practice everything. You know, I try to practice, like, guidelines and try to be just, like, genuinely, like, you know. Uh, fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, I don't know, just, just give a shit, dude. Like, society's yeah, so fucked yeah. up. Like, just, you just give a shit, bro. The only, the only time, because kindness without assertiveness, it, that's weakness, bro. But if you can be kind and assertive, like, you're good, bro. Hmm. Like, you gotta, but, yeah, man, no. So I just try to, you know, I just try to be mindful and, you know, wear a mask, social distance, you know, if I'm not feeling good, stay home, you know, stay away from people and shit like that and try to like isolate myself and shit. 
you know, just because, dude, I've had, like, three COVID-19 tests, and I'm like, I ain't trying to take these motherfuckers no more, bro. Like, I'm... You've been three... Have you been negative the whole time? Yep. Holy shit. That shit fucking sucks. <laughs> you had a COVID-19 test, bro? No, I haven't. Bro, that lady was so mean, bro. I pulled up to the I pulled up to the little COVID-19 testing spot. She pulled out this big-ass cotton swab, bro. <laughs> and I was like, yo, is that... I was like, yo, is that going to go in me? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, she was like, yeah, we're going to shove it up your nose. And I was like, how far? And she's like, it's just pretty far. And I was all like, uh, do you have like a cup I can spit into? And she's all like, no, we don't have a cup. <laughs> <laughs> shove that shit up my nose, dog. I was so, dude, she pulled it out. And I was like, this bitch. And then like, I just remember pulling off, bro. My nose was bleeding. And I was like, oh, shit. And then the Your other, nose blood? Yeah, dude. Oh, I got sensitive sinuses and shit already, bro, so I'm not surprised. I get nosebleeds when it's fucking super dry outside. Oh, yeah, man. like I'm not surprised, bro. But yeah, dude, that shit. Yeah. The other to- the other two times were cotton swabs like in the throat. Don't get me wrong, that shit still sucked. I'm not a big fan of that still. Like when you like when they test you for strep throat, that's how they mm, do it. That's how they test yeah. you at the doctor's office. I've heard that the co- the test now is not as bad. Like it doesn't go as deep. Isn't that right? It doesn't go as far in your nose as it used to, but... Shit. Oh, fuck. I wish I would have waited then. <laughs> that shit sucks. I tried to get a test, and, like, I tried for, like, a week and a half, and I just could not... Like, every day, I would, like, wake up at, like, 7 o'clock in the morning. I'd be, like... Because I was in contact with someone who thought they might have had it, so I was, like, really on it. I'm, like, all right. I'm going to wake up super early every morning. I'm going to check in, try again. Nope. Every fucking time, like, yeah, you're not, you're not severe enough to, like get the fucking covid test really yeah because well all it was around here was like the wells Fargo. what was it like fifth street or whatever mm-hmm. you drive downtown you drive in there probably what you did you just stick it in yeah not nah, i went to the uh, i went to like or, the dhs building off of uh, okay. uh yeah douglas okay i went up there like the they had like military there i was like hey yo mm-hmm. this is some scary movie shit like this is like some contagion this whole thing shit. is fucking scary movie yeah, shit bro i mean shit bro and that's what like everything bro like the like like, 2020's broken all the fucking, like, the natural disaster, like, records and, like, storm records and shit mm. like that, you know, if you look at. And it's I didn't like, even know that. Bro, we wow. had a fucking hurricane in the middle of fucking nowhere, bro. <laughs> yeah, expert, that did happen. <laughs> like, dog. I woke up to that shit the day that happened. Yeah. I woke up to fire alarms. I opened my window and I saw shit. We saw so our apartment, you know, we live on a diagonal. Mm-hmm. I saw shit flying up. Like yeah. the opposite way. I was like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Bro. All the trees were like <laughs> We didn't have power for like two and a half days. Like I didn't have power for two days here. Or I know, like that. dude. I'm sitting in my shop, bro, and like every just the whole building's fucking shaking. I'm like, bro, I'm gonna be so mad if I fucking die in here. <laughs> like I'm mad as hell if I die in here, bro. You know, that was a really that was another thing uh I found that was really fucked up is like Right around the time that was happening, the DC had the audacity to put out a report about like how we weren't doing enough shit with COVID. It's like, <laughs> right, are you fucking like, kidding me? We just had a land shit. hurricane. Right. We're like, we're like trying to get over this shit. And you're really gonna give a shit about like COVID? Are you fucking right. kidding me? Like, come like, on, <laughs> shit is fucked up. They had like silos like in cave, bro. I seen that and I was like, oh, that shit was bad. <laughs> it was like, really bad. What I think there was like. 300 to it was 200 to 400,000 people were out of power yeah no point. dude when i checked when i i checked the day afterwards and it was like it was like 
four like four hundred twenty six thousand people. Look that up really quick, Molly. How many like, people? It was a shit if you load. can, I know that might be kind of a weird, minuscule statistic. But I remember reading it was like some it was it was, it was at least two hundred thousand at one point. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. I was dude, I was working and it was funny because like we had power the whole time that the storm was going on, and then we lost it like after everything got better, <laughs> like after like the sun came back out and shit. It was and then it went out and I was all like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I heard like generators went off the shelves like an hour later. That's not right. Five fifty. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, so that was like way after there were still that many people without power. Okay, we, but still, yeah, that's I know. A lot. So, yeah, people really, yeah, people did read like it hasn't people been that got long, hit, bro. It hasn't that was been bad. That long. I remember seeing like I think it was like Cedar Rapids or somewhere, somewhere out east. I want to say. Damn, that's still a fucking holy lot. shit. Holy shit. Yeah, man, that's that. Fuck, controversial, but I think that did way more damage than COVID ever did. <laughs> that shit, did, bro. <laughs> that, shit. <laughs> that shit was terrible, bro. I was like, damn, bro. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, that shit was wild. I like, you know, we, I ain't never seen no shit like that in my fucking life. Oh, okay, I guess I've seen like, like hurricane winds in Houston. But I mean, like, I mean, that's what it fucking, that's almost what it felt like, you know? Yeah. Like, well, it's fucked up. You know, all these businesses, they like, they can't pay shit from COVID initially. And then they're fucking, you know, all these businesses got damaged. What was it? Uh, the venue or the racetrack or something? Maybe on the east side or kind of north side. I hear about like uh, lefties is kind of like, you talking about the I did venue? hear about that. Yeah. I'm trying to, uh, I can't think of it. I'm not articulate enough, but <laughs> there were, there was a lot of damage here in Des Moines. Yeah, um, I saw a lot of businesses. Their roofs got ripped off. What was it? The Burger King sign was like fucking taken out. Yeah, dude, I work in Altoona, and the big old tires out in Altoona, like the signs still like halfway ripped off. <laughs> fucking, bro, it's wild, dude. I was like, that shit, fuck shit up, dude. That shit couldn't go nowhere for lunch for days, just because everybody was fucking closed, dude. Shit was terrible, <laughs> for real. I remember uh, on here, there's a bar, a Star Bar, like one of my favorite bars I go to. They were like the only place with power when, really? <laughs> when this, like this. I'm swear, to God, this entire street in Ingersoll like just went out, and they're like one of the few places with fucking power. For real. Um, yeah, and they, you know, obviously they got fucking slammed. Right. Like fuck. What the fuck everybody. else are you gonna do during a blackout? Right. Drink? Like shit, dude. You're right. They got shit. <laughs> What was that? Oh yeah, we oh, I we couldn't cook food. I had no food because I had power. I'm like fuck. I need food. I'm hungry. We try. We went to Jock Taco John's. We waited in line for like a half hour. Like you know, it was just it was crazy. You could fucking, fucking imagine. <laughs> all these people just not able to fucking cook anything. Just like all right. Oh, dude, it was I a lived, nightmare. Dude, I lived up in Ankeny, bro. And we most of us had power in Ankeny, bro. And Ankeny for days was just fucking insane, bro. Like, damn, dude. I remember going to the. the I don't know if you're like familiar with Ankeny, but like the KC's that's in front of the Walmart. Like, bro, mm. they like ran out of the fucking cheap ass gas, bro. Like, oh really? Yeah, because I remember trying to like pump it, and I was all like. Oh shit! What's what's wrong here? And I went inside, and she was all like, "Yeah." She's like, "We're getting it's getting really low, so it, like you got to do it like a certain way or some shit." Cause I mean, I couldn't get it at first, bro. And then all of a sudden, it started doing it, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And everyone's outside, like they're running out of gas, and I'm all like, "Oh, tripping, <laughs> dog!" 
Yeah, you couldn't buy anything at stores. You had to, like, get in at a certain time. I remember my parents, they live out in West Des Moines. They did not lose power once. And they were, like, I was, like, trying to explain to them, like, how bad it was. <laughs> like, right, like, where I was living. Like, dude, no, you don't understand. I do not have power. I, like, don't have a fridge. All my food's about to go bad. Like, this is not a good situation. Like, right. you are not understanding this at all. That's what, that's what, that's what I was trying to explain to my wife. Because my wife was just at home reading a book on the couch the whole time. We didn't lose fucking power. <laughs> Like she's just sitting there reading a book, and she was all like, "She's like, yeah, that storm sounded crazy." I was like, "Dog, we ain't never seen no shit like that. What are you talking about?" <laughs> she's like, "It was just a storm." And I'm like, "You're tripping." Like, what do you? I was like, "I seen that. I seen like trees snap, dog. Like that shit fuck shit up." Because <laughs> finally, like, she went outside, and she was like, "Oh damn, that shit did shit. That that did some damage." Like, yeah, that shit fuck shit up. She was yeah. wild. A lot of damage. That's what I was saying, dude. That was like tornado-like winds. Like, almost tornado-like winds, bro. Yeah, I mean, it was a land hurricane, essentially. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. He said, hey, one of those has happened since 1800s. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. I can only imagine that shit. Shit. We've been going... Holy fuck. We might be close to the world record here. We're at For almost real? three hours. <laughs> We're at three hours. Yes. Jesus Christ. That's awesome, though. Um, I do want to ask you, though... So we don't even need to get political on this, but I am curious. Like, wh- where do you think we're gonna end up at the end of twenty twenty? Shit, man, no, we're on. good. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> Unfortunately, so, I mean, shit, man. I'm just, I'm very big on fuck the government. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you know, dude. Like I've done my research on like both. Like I'm, on, I fuck on everybody, really, dude. And I'm just like, this shit's so set up, bro. This shit's so rigged. Like, and it's hard because everyone's like, go vote. And I'm like, your vote doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> like, fuck, it's the electoral college. We need to get rid of that shit. Like, fuck term limits. We need to get rid of the electoral college now. Like, <laughs> fuck that, dude. People be like, well, it's there for a reason. It's there. It's a shit reason. Like, <laughs> I hate that shit. But nah, dude, I really hope, I really hope that shit, like, I don't know, man someone just comes in and just like tries to bring just tries to bring peace bro because right now we got some guy that's just like dude's just he i don't know man i just see like i just see donald like i just see donald trump as a he's just he's a rich boy who dodged the draft (laughs) like like you know and i'm and like he you know he got started from his dad yeah he might have had some really big successful ventures and shit like that but it's like he's not gonna build america back up you know because people yeah. will be well you know people eat up the propaganda he's like he created millions of jobs i was like yeah when you deport billions of immigrants you're gonna have a million <laughs> jobs open up bro like <laughs> You know, and then but then you got people that like blindly follow that shit and they're all like, he created all those jobs. And then I always forget. I was like, oh, yes, they assume these people don't these they assume these people aren't working these jobs because they think that immigrants are lazy and they live off the government and shit. But like so to them, they're all like, oh, he created all them jobs. But in reality, he just fucking got like he fucking shipped off a bunch of fucking people. And like and then he like I just think the government is so crafty. And they've literally tricked people into like, so imagine, imagine you're sitting here with a cookie, another guy's sitting here with a cookie, the government's in the middle with a big stack of cookies, the government's reaching over in your ear going, hey, 
he wants your cookie. Like, <laughs> you know, like, and they just go for it. Like, the government has tricked people into, like, how can I say? The, they have They have really tricked people into, like, being pissed off at each other while they reap every single benefit from it they make they make dollars off of every every everything you know like you got these protests they make they make money off both sides of these protests yeah you know like they make money on all like they essentially have like a 360 deal like with the american public and they've like instead of being so they tax the rich and it makes the rich pissed off at the poor and then the and then but and then so instead of the rich getting pissed off at the poor they need to start looking at the government that's taking your fucking money like you know because essentially we pay so much money in taxes every year like Mm. our military budget is fucking huge through the roof that doesn't come that doesn't come that doesn't come from politicians we pay the politicians like i always tell people they're like democrats republicans i was like man you you want to know what a democrat and a republican have in common a fat bank account bro yeah for real like like that's why i'm like i don't i don't trust this system bro yeah it's a broken we're disenfranchised for yeah sure. yeah bro that's for what i'm sure. saying that's that's why i told you i was like the industrialization of america was its starting it was its declining point it's like it's just like how we're living you know mm-hmm. we just grow to die and i feel like you know america's on that same the our our way of society right now is on the same shit we started good and we were building up so heavy you know for so long we were just growing so fast and but on the other side we were also building up for like a bunch of shitty shit to happen bro like again like i talk about energy and karma and shit like that like it's just been this big built up shit and now like back to the thanos theory bro like the fucking the universe is gonna balance itself out yeah like everything going on right now is the world balancing itself out because a lot of people talk about like oh uh fucking the trump administration pulled out of the climate deal that was such a great idea here we are two years later having these giant like the entire world is having these huge fucking you know natural catastrophes happen and shit like that record-breaking storms record like like i I, what was it i don't know if this is very factual i gotta look this up like they're having well that whole thing was i think the 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 big part of the reason he did that was because it wasn't going to really make that much of an impact. I think it was only going to be like a 2% difference. Like, oh, for real? That, yeah, like, that was, I, and like, I see what you're saying, but like a lot, big part of that, what people misconstrued was like, we were going to be spending a lot of money towards something that wasn't going to have a lot of impact. Exactly. Well, and it pissed me, well, it pissed me off because he got rid of, he got rid of, he got rid of the deal. He got rid of the national pandemic unit. And then we have, you know, we have a bunch of shit goes down. Like, yeah, it might have been 2%, but, like, that 2% still fucking needed. True. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, what was it? Like, after, like, when we had, when the whole world was really big on COVID lockdown and all the factories and shit were shut down, bro, those were, like, the cleanest air days of all time. And, like, you started seeing, like, uh, you, I don't know, you just started seeing changes and shit and it's like everything was more like natural and it wasn't just like poisoned with smog you know because i mean like we have trees and shit but that shit deals with the same shit we deal with like the same environment that we live in Mm. you know so that's they're encountering the same shit we're encountering you know so it's gonna affect them just like it affects us yeah 
I, I'm curious what you think, like, because uh, a lot of what you were saying earlier, and that, that I'm saying that's not the government, but yeah. you could also insert the media into that, like, when you were yeah, saying, like, how that, it divides. Like, that shit I guess I'm curious, what, how much of a role do you think those have in terms, like, do you think the government's in on Dude, it? Do you think they're their own separate entity? What's your... I, again... I think I think a lot of it is corruption within their the media system, mm, you yes. know, because nowadays it's not get the truth out no matter what. You don't have journalists dying because they're spreading the truth, you know, like people say, oh, the highest honor is a Pulitzer Prize. And it's like, no, nah, the real honor is getting assassinated by the CIA because you're about to leak some crazy mm, shit, yeah. you know, like. And like, it's not like that anymore. It's not getting people the truth. It's what's going to catch people's attention and what's going to get people to tune in. What's going to get people to buy our newspapers, our magazines and shit like that. Cause you know, yeah. the, the more people that you have tuned into your TV show, the more companies want to get slots on your fucking, you know, during your TV commercials and shit like that. Cause they mm-hmm. want to watch that show. So they're going to sit through your fucking commercials. Well, most people will anyways, you know, <laughs> and now it's like, they just, yeah, it's just the fucking, I don't know, man. I don't think they intentionally mean to divide, hmm. but they ju- they do it super unintentionally, and they're just so, like, good at it right now, and it's just, it doesn't help. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if all of this shit was all tied in together. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I guess that's why I'm kind of maybe inferencing. Yeah, it's like, 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 it's like there's a government media, like, conspiracy shit going on. Like, I wouldn't put it past them. You know, like these are like they're both a trillion billion dollar shit going on, you know, like they're both high dollars. And you don't think the people that own that own these like what is it? It's like four or five actual broadcast stations own like a majority of the fucking news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have heard that. Um, You want to look that, Molly? How much how many people own the media? It, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's like four or five. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Everything. So if you think about it, if there's only like 20 people that are running everything that everybody sees in America, like they control, like, see, like that's like that's fucking Wait, insane. Oh, six companies. Oh, damn. Like, dude, that's nuts. That that is uh, that's scary. Honestly, it's I, I think dude. about people who are not maybe smart enough to like understand all this. And that really just, you know, for generations that just really, it's setting a really dangerous precedent. And it's scary, bro. Cause I don't know what's scarier if they're all working together or they're all working to best each other. Like mm. that's the part that scares me, dude. Cause you know, when people are trying to best other people, they will go like, if they really want it, they will go to the biggest extremes to do that shit, dude. Mm. And it's like, that's what, that's what really scares me, you know? Cause like, you like I hate seeing articles like I just want to know the truth, bro. Like even like when this whole when the whole first Donald Trump thing started, everybody's just hated him off the bat. You know, I was like, all right, let me you know I'm gonna give this you know let me let me actually find out like some shit behind this dude. And then like I started reading some shit and I was all like, man, like I can't because everyone's biggest like, oh you think he's a racist? Like no nah, man, I like I'll give you like. 10 reasons before that <laughs> like, <laughs> like like dude i just i can't man the, I, I just feel like i just feel like he has very like fascist and totalitarian like styles. i have a huge problem like i have a huge authoritarian or like i i have a huge problem with authority bro as you can already tell <laughs> like yeah like i have a huge issue with authority dude and it's just like been instilled in me and if fuck dude i'm just really scared you know not like for me you know like 
I'm gonna like I'll I'll fade away before it hits its peak. You know, like I'm scared for like my kids, for my grandkids, <laughs> yeah, and shit like that's that. The really, you know, because yeah. right now we're living through the buildup of it all. Like our grandparents, our grandparents, and our great grandparents were like they reaped the good, like they reaped the front benefits. We're getting the back end of that shit, and it's not. Yeah. It's not looking good. The tail dude. end. Yeah, yeah like, can... that's what I'm saying. Like, all the people that have been, like, all the lives lost, all the bad energy built up, all the fucked up shit that's happened in the past. And then it doesn't help when people, like, write it off either. Like, I feel like, yes, all this bad shit happened, but if people started, like, communicating and, like, genuinely tried to start, like, working together, like we could fit like we can fix that shit you know like yeah okay like we had you know we have the slave times and shit like that and instead of instead of like fucking fighting you know like the government fighting people over something that actually fucking happened and that's still like going on and like you can see it there's a reason why it's been like televised since the younger days and i don't think it's i don't think that like the 90s and shit like you see that shit in, like the 90s shows i don't think that was like building propaganda that was more like building awareness dude because it's like mm. like me i like my like my stepdad's black dude i've always been a part of the hip-hop culture like and like my little sisters are like half white and all that good shit you know and it's like like i love my family i grew up and not really like knowing what color was dude like it mm. everyone was just people yeah, yeah and and it's not till like i met a bunch of like certain other people in my life like when i started meeting like richer people and people that have more money like that's when i started seeing that like oh fuck motherfuckers are really like this bro like this is like this is how shit like actually is you know and like i was a kid you know i had like you know made fun of for being white like you know it's it just it just I don't know. I always think when people get upset over that shit, I'm like, bro, just yeah. You should never really like, yeah, like it's get, get never, upset about like right. making fun of being white. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, like we got it pretty good. So if somebody <laughs> like if somebody makes fun of us for it, like just fucking yeah. I. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to have like a discussion about it, but like you know, to yeah. get like to get like all like butt hurt, like oh, how yeah, dare you like make fun of me? Like, dude, fuck off, man. Like, that's what I'm saying. You see those, <laughs> you see those people like trying to do like compare posts and shit, and they're all like, "What's the difference between these?" And I'm like, "There's a lot of difference between these. You just refuse to fucking see it." Like, <laughs> and so, dude, yeah, I just that's mostly why I just really stick to myself now, dude. I've been trying to like, I've been trying to keep up to date, but not like over like overwhelm myself with it all you know what mm. i mean yeah we were just talking about the the this the last podcast the obs mm-hmm. we just had him on the last episode and he was talking a lot about that like how how important it is like separate yourself and like not get so entangled in what's going on I, that's something i personally struggle with like i feel like it's so easy for me to like get into like certain people that i listen to or fall and they, you know they're kind of in the shit so then like mm-hmm. you know in a way you're trying to like pass the time like by doing that but you're also kind of fucking yourself over in a way i don't know yep it's yep. it's a whole cycle it's a whole vicious fucking it thing. is dude it is man that's what i'm saying that's just being and that comes with being aware man like yep like that's what i'm saying you just aware and you actually like look back and you just you try you you honest to god try so hard to not be biased about shit dude and you're gonna you're gonna start seeing shit different and you're gonna start growing you know like that's just that's just maturity and just yeah. trying to just you know because we all can't be stuck in the same mentality forever because like 
I don't know, you know, because like like I was talking about earlier, dude. Like I recognized the mentality I had when I when a bunch of shitty shit was going on, mm. and so now I got a bunch of good shit going on. I'm like, I gotta keep you know my good mentality because if I go back to the, that mentality, I'm just gonna have the same shit happen to me all the time. Like you know, it's gonna revert back to that. All that weird, crazy shit happened to me all the time. I had a lot of fun, but I you know now that I'm older, I realize like, damn, a lot of that shit was dangerous and stupid. <laughs> like <laughs> like shit, man. I mean, you know, that's part of growing up. Exactly. Part of the life experience. Too. Yeah, man. Get as much as you can. Yeah, don't get me wrong. People are like, would you do it? Would you do it over again? Like, fuck no, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope. I'm good. Shit, but, dude. We're at the three hour mark. We've been going for a hell of a long time. This has been yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a good podcast, a good episode. Um, I guess before we sign off here, is there anything you want to promote? Any projects you got coming up? Uh, shit, man. Uh, I got. I'm actually doing a big ass rebranding, bro. Oh, yeah. I okay. didn't tell you that earlier. My bad. Oh, um, <laughs> but nah, dude. I'm going. I'm. I'm rebranding myself as a as a GC3 just for because it's gonna be my artist and producer. Just because it, I couldn't find the balance between doing G7 music and Dirt Nasty beats all at the mm. same time, bro. So I was just throwing it all again, it was like just throwing it all together because I just want to be an artist. So I'm dropping like so all like you're gonna find on my Spotify, and my iTunes and shit. I'm gonna be dropping like beat tapes, like oh, whole like yeah. and like actual tapes and like collaboration tapes and shit. Like I'm just gonna have a bunch of music on my fucking page, bro. So, Dang. but yeah, everyone can follow me at G C three, J E E S E A underscore three. <laughs> I'll do all, everything, bro. For yeah. real. We'll put all your stuff in the description too. Uh, if you have but, anything you want to send me, just send me via link and I got I'll you, make bro. sure you get in. I got you. All right. Fuck. I'm so glad we, after all this time, we've been trying to get this together. I'm fi- glad we finally were able to do it. Right, dude. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I was like, I knew I had, I woke up this morning. I was like, this is going to be good. It's going to be good. <laughs> no, this is going to be a banger. G7, one of the big players in the fucking Des Moines music industry. Uh, stay tuned. Next week, we're going to have, uh, we're going to do a podcast in a limo, actually. That's hard. Yeah. I'm going to wait until next week. No, no, <laughs> um, no. This guy we've had on previously, his name is Velvet Elvis. Um, oh, I already he, fuck with him. Oh, you do? No, okay. I don't know him, but you said Velvet Elvis, oh. and I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cool ass guy. Colin. Check out our episode with him. But he, he's gonna be, he's gonna be, he has, he owns the limo. So we're gonna be doing the podcast there. It's gonna be really, Yeah. Hope you all been drinking, smoking, chilling. All that, having a good time, listening hard to hard beats. <laughs> making some hard beats in the background of listening to this Everything. podcast. Making some beats. <laughs> Gabe G7, you've been you've been a hell of a mind to pick apart. I'm trying, man, dude. I have very high social anxiety. Same. But I'm very good at talking to people. So <laughs> it's like, or what is it? I have very high anxiety, but I'm an extrovert at the same time. So you're my, that middle ground. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So my mind's like, it's racing a million miles a minute. I have no idea what to say, but it just comes out good. So I'm like, rolling with it. What's well, a perfect medium to have with your podcast? You know, get it all right. right. That's what I'm saying, man. Just be honest, be you. Everything works out every time. Exactly. Every time, and if it doesn't work, you just weren't meant to be in that situation. Bro. <laughs> like you don't take it to heart. <laughs> True. True. All right, guys. Everybody, have a good night. Get some sleep. All that bullshit. Um, yeah. Peace. Bye. Thank you, everybody, for listening to today's episode. Um, it was a pleasure.
pleasure. It was a great time. Um, G7 ended up being a very interesting character, and it was great as always to get him on the podcast. Potentially, I'm not quite sure yet, as I've not edited, but um, possibly the longest episode we've had this podcast. It just keeps getting better and better and better. So, um, for that. Stay tuned. Next week, we're going to have uh, Velvet Elvis and other friends, maybe, maybe not. Uh, we're going to be doing a episode in his limousine. This has been long talked about, long awaited. Um, I'm not exactly sure how it's going to work yet, but it's going to be fucking awesome. So, you guys are not going to want to miss that. Other than that, I hope you guys have all been having a great evening, a great day. Whenever the fuck it is that you're listening to this, I hope you guys are all chilling. We're going through some crazy times right now, but all we can do is just hang in there and do shit like this. Listen to the podcast. So, all right. Y'all have a good night. Peace out.